0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Our guests today, yes, guests, we actually have two of them, are burlesque performers. They're hilarious. They're super nice. I had an absolute blast talking with them. I'm so grateful they took the time to come on and talk with me. It was a wild, fun, just hilarious podcast. I think you guys will really enjoy. So please give it up for Jezza Belladonna, and Lila Vanita.
1: Fist away, what other things do I put a fist away from? I know, I was like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a
0: great podcast, I'm very excited. <laughs>
1: We're the worst. (laughs) Ah, so fancy. All right. Okay.
0: We try. We do what we can here. Try not to make it look like the murder garage, but...
1: Oh, it definitely looks like a murder garage. I hate to
0: break it to you. (laughs) We tried. We got... We yeah it's so work duration. in progress it's yeah a, we're delightful. getting close
1: this is definitely i mean i you know it could be worse it could be like super creepy like acrylic paintings yes yeah a of weird, people that like you abstract <laughs>
0: murals of just random people or right. photos black and white just black all glass. over the place yeah, yeah that would be a little more
1: i watched a documentary and this is totally off topic i watched a documentary about um This guy who was like the executioner in America for like 20 years, did you hear about this dude? No. He apparently was a traveling executioner. Right? And he did, like, all of the death row... Sorry, this is the no, this is I perfect. like. No, this is perfect.
2: I'm here for it.
1: Um, He did all of the death row executions in America for, like, 20 years. And nobody knew this guy's real name. And they would just call him and be like, hey, we've got one. He'd be like, cool, I'll take the bus. I'll be there on, like, Tuesday. Oh,
0: my God.
1: And it was this really fascinating documentary because this dude's like, no, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. But he did these horrifying acrylic paintings after every single... <laughs> (laughs) Execution of
0: the people, no, just like
1: I mean, like just screaming people and like strange abstracts. And the commentator was like, Nightmares to get out, (laughs) yes. The commentator was like, He thinks he's fine.
2: (laughs) Oh
0: my god, yeah,
1: it was great. So that was sort of what I was expecting in the murder shed, is where I was going with
0: that. Well, hopefully, we're a little bit better than that. That's a little creepy. I didn't hear about that,
1: yeah. It, it, I sorry.
0: So when you say the murder (laughs) executioner, you mean the guy. Pulling the switch? Yeah,
1: he was the one who pulled the switch. I feel like he was actually the one who would administer the lethal injections, although I'm not remembering that part. Yeah, it was like he just kind of took on the burdens of society. Like he was the one who actually like flipped the switch or you know, I'm making these horrifying <laughs> hand motions right now. Um, yeah, and he just like accepted the burdens like of society. He's so like, yeah, I'll be the one who shoulders like the actual doing it of it death row. And it showed
0: up in his art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and he
1: never did art except after he killed like it was so wild oh my god yeah no I just remember the narrator being like he thinks he's fine <laughs> <laughs> like he's not fine he that not
0: reminds problem. me Van Gogh's the guy that cut off his ear and married, yeah. mailed it to his girlfriend right Mar- his no
1: no mailed it to a prostitute he was obsessed with oh yeah, that
0: changes the story not- <laughs> a little bit it goes from sort of romantic oh, to dark. No, to
1: horrified and terrible okay. yeah apparently I've read multiple things on it and apparently sh- there, some accounts say she like didn't even know who the fuck he was Oh,
0: like, that can be a little creepy you yeah. just get a random ear in the mail yeah
1: and her friend being like that's that guy that sits there and stares at you you know he's
0: just sitting outside her window like yeah 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 that she's gonna mean. dig it no, yeah.
1: i still remember the first time i saw you that'll always like play in my mind as this like disney princess moment oh yeah
0: well, now we got to hear the story.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, well, I worked at Good Relations, so I worked at Good Relations for like five and a half years, and uh, it was an arts Alive <laughs> It was an arts alive evening. <laughs> um- <laughs> That's how
0: the best story starts <laughs> arts I I alive. Was,
1: I w- yeah, arts alive, and I was organizing the corsets. And I hear the the bell, so somebody's walked in the door, and it was a slightly windy evening, which is why the doors were shut, but it also made this perfect <laughs> Disney princess moment when she walked in, right? So she's wearing this full-length ball gown. She had just come from like a dress rehearsal or like an actual dance performance. I, I think I had had a performance, yeah. So she's in this full-length <laughs> ball gown. I look around, and the wind just flows her skirts.
0: Oh man, picturesque. <laughs>
1: is this bitch (laughs) so it was love at first (laughs) sight
0: yeah right you have to Mm
3: -hmm. oh that's funny i remember that yeah it was was huge big purple yeah big purple gown yeah
1: Yeah. i mean we're like this close to having like the singing bluebirds like just oh man that would have just been cherry on top
0: come on next time yeah Yeah. yeah so when you say performance burlesque
3: no, this I is have pre burlesque. Yeah, this is before. I have a pretty extensive dance background. just okay. Personally, I probably have been dancing in a living room since I was about three. Okay. Um, Started off young. Yeah, and so I've been just involved in all kinds of dance. I do mostly like swing and ballroom and other, oh, wow. other styles of dance before burlesque came into rock came into world.
0: the world. How did you guys find burlesque?
1: M- me working at Good Relations, mm-hmm. so um, Vava Voom specifically has had a long-standing relationship with Good Relations, where they model in the windows. Okay. So it works for Vava Voom because we get to advertise our upcoming shows. Works for Good Relations because people actually get to see the stuff on the people. Which is, um, from working there, sometimes it's hard for people to like conceptualize, especially different body types, right? Like it's hard to hold something up and be like, oh, this will look good on me, you know? Like, no, I have two water buffalo on my chest. Like, there's, <laughs> it, it may
3: not. look I don't good have on that me. problem. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could just kind of hold it up and be like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, this might so, fit."
3: <laughs> so it like works for both people, uh, right? People who could just walk into a store and grab clothes. I know. <laughs> oh, Story of every
0: uh, guy ever.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. I know your shirts are the same size anyway. Yeah, we going. don't even oh, yeah. have to try
0: it on. We're just like, yeah, that's probably yeah, gonna fit. Be we'll great. be fine. Uh, yeah. That's my size. Yeah, yeah. Hey, close enough.
1: Instead of like twenty six hours and three fitting anyway, oh, yeah. so um so working at good relations, I had seen them come in and been like, "Whoa, what is this?" and then I remember one of the former members being like, "Well, you know you should probably try out. We do this boot camp and then that's, and I don't, how did you find out about it?
3: When I first moved up here, I went to the burlesque festival when it was at the casino mm. at Blue Lake. Mm. And they had sign ups for the boot camp there. And because I had just like walked around, they have like little vendor booths and whatnot. And they had a sign up booth. And I was like, sure, why not? And we were the what same the year. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So we've both been doing it since
1: 2015.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. A minute
1: yeah a minute or two um yeah i know my husband just said the other day he's like oh yeah you've been doing it for like six years and i was like well five in a pandemic like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, COVID like doesn't count. i
1: really can't put like the last year under my belt as like legitimate mm. oh sorry no you're like fine. legitimate like burlesque experience
0: is the volume too loud i forgot to ask you guys that is everything okay. i can turn the volume yeah. down if everybody's okay, good okay yeah. um my so when you start bleeding yeah. okay well that's that's always a good <laughs> yeah, sign yeah, yeah. i feel no, like yet. once the blood starts coming then it's like okay maybe maybe we need to change something <laughs> So when you guys say boot camp, I'm thinking like hardcore, serious workout. It is. Yeah, in. we ship
1: out to <laughs> yeah. uh, the Glitter Where? Palace in the sky. No, oh, um, <laughs> snap.
0: I was thinking like Florida, you guys got to go in. You're out there just putting in work. Oh, life. yeah,
1: Florida man runs the Burlesque Boot Camp. <laughs> um, no, actually, so uh, that's how Vava Voom does auditions. So okay. different troops do totally different things. But what Vava Voom does is a six-week boot camp program. So uh, there's two classes a week and you go over dance, choreography, show hair, show makeup, character development, show presence. What else am I, costume, oh, duh. (laughs) Nowadays, I'm the costume teacher for bootcamp, so hilarious that I forgot all about that. Um, Yeah, costumes, pasties. (laughs) Yeah, and the reason it started is, um, so Kitty Cox and Ophelia Cox started Vava Voom in 2011, Mm -hmm. here locally, and they found that like, Ophelia was having to spend a lot of time with people right before the show on choreography. Kitty was having to like stay up till midnight, like helping people rhinestone their costumes. So it's sort of a way to like lay it all out so people have an idea of like what goes into a a burlesque act and What
3: the heck you're getting yourself into.
1: Yeah, what I mean you still don't know what you're getting yourself into. But like it gives you an idea of like all of the things and it also gives people the skills, right? Like I'd never made pasties before. Like that's not something you like graduate high school knowing.
0: (laughs) I don't even know what a pasty is. (laughs) Oh, it covers (laughs)
2: the nipples.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: because at least in California, if liquor is sold, like you have to have your nipples covered. So we have. Oh, really? Yeah, Mm -hmm. we make our own
3: pasties usually to match our costumes, and so yeah, that's
0: useful knowledge to know. You're gonna need to know that. Yeah. I mean,
3: if you want the venue that you're performing at to maintain their liquor license, yeah, that's that's probably a a good start. And invite you back. Yeah. (laughs)
0: So it's kind of like a crash course on, hey, this is what yes. to expect. Well we're gonna and, walk you through the beginning.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people are like, Oh, that seems like a lot but it really it kinda protects like it protects the incoming people, it gives them some tools so they're not so lost and it kinda protects like the established people from not having like two AM freak out phone calls and be like, Oh I'll drive over and stitch your panties like, <laughs> Happens
3: honestly. Uh, oh, the number of times I've stayed up till five in the morning. Oh in yeah, a costume the day of a show. And the number of times I've got
1: some a text from somebody that's like, I can't figure this out. And I'm like, let me bring my sewing machine over. So um, we can do it. Yeah, we can do it. I mean, that's we can do it. But um, yeah, so that's boot camp, and then you create an act throughout boot camp, and then you perform it at the end in an audition, and that's how you actually like make it into the. Tr- Group, is we usually have five judges who grade one to five in five different categories and then they tabulate lila got the highest score out of our year
0: Whoa, well,
1: mm-hmm. shout out oh yeah she was our superstar jessa went first and i went last <laughs> <laughs> i went first and lost a pasty she did
3: she yeah across the room oh, oh. dude oh. and that, that got
1: it had velocity dude when i tell you <laughs> like my pasty didn't just like and like trickle off like it chucked across the room i got it back it was missing rhinestones <laughs> whoa
0: you should have just worked that into the act been like this is all part of the performance what are you talking about well
1: and honestly that's why they say that like that helped my scores because i just covered up and kept going <laughs> like,
0: not gonna, gonna quit
1: i'm not gonna you gotta freak out the show. yeah i mean i've seen people freak out in the middle of acts before i've seen people stop and go like right on stage oh, man. and you're like i know that feeling honey i absolutely know that feeling so, so you
0: guys are making your own costumes yes. for the yes well for the
3: most too. part a majority yeah i mean like yeah. there's a lot of like you might buy a corset or you might go find a piece at a thrift store or online and then you're like embellishing it you're mm-hmm. making it easy to take off yeah um, <laughs> it's
0: probably a kiosk there's
1: a lot of that a lot there's of
0: pee- a lot bathroom breaks like, are important alterations yeah. of
3: like how can i get this off a little bit more seamlessly than i might in my bedroom mm-hmm. no totally yeah snaps so. are your best friend yeah
1: for sure <laughs> snap tape is like the best yeah um if you get into the like the higher levels when you get to the big names they'll have like their own costumers and stuff mm-hmm. but um
3: i feel like a lot of people still do their own like yeah. frankie
1: fictitious is pretty high up there now yeah in the ranking and she does Hall her a fame
3: um uh, miss exotic world which is in burlesque terms like the highest award you can win um and she won that two years ago uh, and she her costuming is phenomenal Ooh. like she works Hours on her stuff and her Instagram's just, just costume porn, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like flip through it at night and I'll be like, oh,
1: it sparkles so good.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so it just depends. I mean, like I've I've bought like specific underwear from like other people that make it specifically mm-hmm. for burlesque performers. Um, But yeah, a lot of the times you're like getting stuff and then altering it and embellishing it and making it work for what you want it to work for. Okay. Yeah. And
0: so for people that don't know what is burlesque, because you hear costumes, you hear performances, you're creating pasties. acts. Pasties. <laughs> Removable um, straps, like <laughs> what? What are we talking about here? I hear what actually a lot of this? times
1: that it's the art of the tease, right? That's what okay. I, I mean that's kind of like the party line, right? Is burlesque is the art of the tease? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a performance art in which people remove their clothing. <laughs> I think it's probably the okay. best, most succinct way <laughs> to put it. Um, it's part dance, part uh, acting. There's a lot of Comedy. theatrics to it. Theatrical. Comedy, oh, yeah. Um, a little bit of everything plus nudity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just throw that in there. I know, you didn't get to see her like great fifties presentation on that one. Um
3: <laughs> No, I think he's videoing. Somewhere.
0: Oh yeah. Oh. No, people if you're listening to this for just the audio, you'll miss it. So check out the video because there's a lot of movement you're gonna wanna see.
1: <laughs> Lila's vanimite <van-a-maya laughs> moments. Um yeah, so Burlesque is I mean it's really what you make it, but yeah, a lot of it it's it's a music based performance art that features nudity. Yeah a yeah. great way to put it.
3: Yeah. It, it, origins come from like vaudeville, like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and they started. I don't know what vaudeville is. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh look it up. We're going to get a history lesson Oh, my gosh. You're going gonna...
0: oh, to. I have no idea what okay, I walked so in no, into. I so so we're going to have Please to start. me tell
1: the story. <laughs> so I've heard, and this is one of those great like urban legends, is that at the beginning of Burlesque and Lila's like, this is not true. Um, was a vaudeville performer in London whose strap broke. And it was so scandalous that the crowd rioted and oh she had God. to be like
3: escorted by the police and it was the whole isn't that a legit or is yeah, that i mean there when it first originated like you have like all those like old vintagey pictures of like girls in their underwear which is, <laughs> goes like, down to their the knees <laughs> stockings and like they they were they were girls that would like show their ankles and like it was very, very scandalous. scandalous for the time and obviously we've gotten to the point of like Tasties and and very little. Um Oh, okay.
1: When we say very little, there is actually like a section in my costume class where I have to be like, you will probably have to shave your butthole if you're gonna wear a Merkin. <laughs> Yeah, so that's Merkin, part of the boot camp, that's right? Actually part of the boot Are camp. you committed
0: enough to shave your butthole? Well, I mean, I you mean, don't
1: have
3: to, but if you're
1: going to be real it, painful, if, you I, uh, <laughs> if you're using adhesive down there for like a oh. for like a C cup, you're gonna wanna like yeah. that's what we mean by very little. Like yeah. it can get so pretty.
3: Merkin's originally, if we're gonna like historically point out, um, I, I know. Like I'm the history teacher, <laughs> but she's the one. <laughs> so they used to, like, when women used to get, like, crabs, they'd have to shave their pubic hair. What? And then we're the Merkins right were now. made um, to look like pubic hair. Stop. And they would tape them on so it looked like they had pubic hair, but they were, like, getting rid of their crabs, right? So it looked um, like they
1: were healthy? Is so, that what yeah, it mean? so, <laughs> so,
0: like, a wig, but
1: for... So a wig, but for... Game tr- of Thrones uses them.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a Merkin team. For the Game of Thrones costuming section had a Merkin the team,
0: more you which know. is like
3: favorite thing
0: of all. Oh my god!
3: So historically, that's what they were. Nowadays, they're just tiny little pieces that cover up your bits that you're not allowed to show, mm-hmm. um, and they're usually covered in rhinestones. Um, so I have Les one that's hairy. a ZZ top beard. <laughs> she I'm does not, have I'm one that's joking. a little bit more
1: originally
3: based with the hair. <laughs>
1: I have a ZZ top beard one.
2: Damn.
3: Yeah. So a market okay. is basically like literally a piece like this yeah. big mm-hmm. it's, um, that just covers the parts that legally you're required to cover. Which the yeah, amount of times wild. I've taped underwear to people to make oh. sure those things are. Cool. Oh man. That's a fun part. Of oh, I bet. I, there have
1: been times that I have had people's ankles on my shoulder in a completely non-sexual <laughs> way. <laughs> Like God. hold on, let me get in there. Like, oh, yeah, double sided carpet tape is your friend. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what that is.
0: And so that's how that started.
3: So yeah, it, it comes from like from this that. vaudeville, like, um, sideshow, comedy, comedy, music, um, and then they started bringing girls into the mix, um, as dancers and performers, and then you just kind of move through time, uh, showgirls and and everything and then you have like shows that are just mainly burlesque um and less comedy centered and um yeah so they used to have like girls that would come in and perform between like comedians or or musicians and stuff like that and shows nowadays still have a little bit of that um, Mm -hmm. but most of them are usually like burlesque is the main point of it now
1: i feel like vava used to do like when we started we would have like Musicians come in and do like a set. We would have like a stand-up comedy. I mm-hmm. remember having stand-up comedy when we were at um, the Palm when we used to perform <laughs> the at Palm the Palm at oh the Eureka my- Oh, wow. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I- it was honestly, it was really, really fun. But now we pretty much perform in theaters, and it's just a way different vibe. Mm-hmm. At the Palm, I mean, I remember having to escort a drunk guy off the dance floor. Oh my, at- first oh that's act. a good time. My
3: very first performance, I think. um, with the troupe there, yeah, a guy walked across. I the think that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> while I was performing and like tried to dance with me, and I was like, "Um, what is
0: happening?" <laughs> it
3: was. I, what are you I, can't, doing? I can't remember her stage names. Boyfriend.
1: Oh. Okay. Uh, Kiss and Tell. Ivana Kiss and Tell's boyfriend. Oh. Okay. Who was so drunk, and he <laughs> decided to just. Yeah, and we had a boot camp there, and I was the stage mom, and this guy walked. Down the dance floor and into the curtains where we were backstage. And I ended up like bodily lifting this huge <laughs> motherfucker, like and just pushing him out the the into the hallway. He's calling me every name in the book. And I was so like hopped up on adrenaline and just like get him out away from the girls because like backstage is like not dressed, you know, yeah. like there's a lot of stuff going on back there. A lot of nerves, a lot of, you know. You don't need random people just walking in yeah just to go
0: say hi Like
1: i get him all the way to the hallway and i realized that it was my husband's stepbrother
0: oh man that's gonna be an awkward thanksgiving
1: and, and he ended up messaging my husband and he's like i'm really sorry i called <laughs> her all those names i'm like yeah, dude i'm sorry you suck uh yeah so it uh, performing in bars has a different Challenges then. <laughs> I bet. in the theaters, you know, you're on stage. Like, well, I haven't had anybody rush the stage. Mm-mm. I don't think we've had that. No. Knock, knock on wood. <laughs> um, You'd never be surprised. Yeah.
0: Are you guys performing? Have you performed since COVID Mm -hmm. started? No. No,
1: the last performance we had was last February. Oh, wow. Um, And we usually... That was at NCRT North Coast Repertory Theater, Mm. um, which, of course, I will plug as a board member. Oh, Uh, shout (laughs) out to... (laughs) Um, And we do our bigger shows at the Eureka theater because the Eureka theater has like that massive yeah. stage capacity, capacity. Right. So, um, and our larger shows are usually April and October cause we do our anniversary show in April and then the Halloween show in October. And then the other ones are at NCRT cause Oh my gosh, their backstage is great. Where is that Eureka Theater? Kind of ideal. <laughs> Eureka <laughs> Theater, we're like getting ready in the emergency exit hallways. Oh, and... that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, then we
3: moved upstairs. Yeah, so it was a little nicer. But now we
1: have to like, like go all the way then downstairs, have to go up and downstairs and down. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of an interesting logistical situation. So, but yeah, that's pretty much where we perform. Now we've also done shows. Um... Oh, good heavens. The bar in Redway. Why can't I remember it right now? Oh, the Brass Rail. The Brass Rail. We've <laughs> done a couple of shows of the Brass Rail, which has actually been really fun. That's yeah. actually probably my favorite bar venue they have a postage stamp stage but like it it works it really works and they have like an apartment above it so we get to get ready up there and use these really funky cool old stairs, stairs yeah. as like oh, our man. intro it's fun it's really fun we've done that
3: twice yeah I think we went down two times it was pretty fun yeah it's a good time but yeah we've we've performed and some of us have gone and, and performed in other places outside of humble as well well when you when we first joined you didn't go but the troop did a, um, a tour a in tour Oregon. In Oregon.
1: Yeah, I couldn't get the time off my real job. But <laughs> <laughs> I work for the government in my real life. <laughs> oh,
0: damn, government's it's always so boring. Yeah, always in the,
1: yeah. 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 <laughs> always with the way in finance too. Oh. It's so boring. Um, but yeah, so you guys did what? Four different places. I think we went to three different three places. Different,
3: yeah.
0: yeah. So how many people are in the troop?
3: It changes all the time. It Fortress. changes. yeah,
1: well, and you know right now it's such a weird holding pattern because of the pandemic. yeah We usually take imagine. about four from, four boot, camp, from four boot camp, four or five from boot, camp, from boot, every boot year. camp. um and so I think we really have like what 13, fourteen right now of like yeah, actual we're, active members we're probably
3: somewhere around there.
1: but it fluctuates and and we're pretty reasonable with people's like life things, you mm-hmm. know. I didn't really perform when I was pregnant. I emceed. You MC'd a few times. I emceed yeah. a couple times and performed once. We both have. I think we're the only ones in the troupe that have both performed eight months pregnant. <laughs> now that I think about it, I don't think, I don't think when
3: Miss was with us, I don't think she performed. Not that far. No. no. You did your hamburger one. Uh-huh. Um, which is hysterical
0: the hamburger one she has
3: i have a, a hamburger three foot oh my god actual costume
1: costume yeah, it's it a cheeseburger like a oh and my I god strip away the layers to any way you want it by <laughs> journey <laughs> <laughs> And it was great. I had this vision for years because I tried to get pregnant for like years and years and years. It was the whole thing. And so I had planned out. I need a costume for when I have like this big belly, right? And so it's great. And I I strip away my bun. I strip away my lettuce.
0: Oh my god! It's fun. She has fries. That is awesome.
3: Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs>
0: You thought of it all. uh, Oh, my God. Yeah.
3: Every every part of it, you got to think out. Well, and that's what's really cool about burlesque, right, is that you really can
1: make it your own. Like, Lila does these absolute – her dancing is just, like, makes you mad because it's so good, you know, like, her little turns of the foot and stuff. And she does very – like instrumental, like
3: kind of what you would think of like old school, elegant muse classy music, right? I I definitely fit more into that like classic, cl- burlesque. Ooh, classic burlesque kind of <laughs> okay. ideal. We thought mm-hmm. we'd
1: pinned her in a corner once we had a '90s show, and so we thought like, yes, we're finally gonna make her like t-. fucking did an instrumental cover of Metallica. <laughs> so mad about it but anyway so like she is a really good example of like classic burlesque and then like i can barely dance honestly like i'm awkward and gawky and so i do a lot of like nerdlesque burlesque okay. or like you know stuff that makes you laugh like i have a pearl necklace act where i like do silly string all over my neck at the end kind of a thing what is so. the one
3: with all the dildos that you bring out oh what a girl wants yeah yeah one. oh my God. <laughs>
0: So you really can't. You can just make it whatever you want. Absolutely, no
3: at this point, Absolutely. there there is like tr- the the traditional um, stuff that people follow. You know, you've got like more dance fans, all that kind of stuff. That if you look at like traditional burlesque, you're gonna find. Um, and then you have like the nerdlesque, where people are doing stuff based on characters from shows and movies. I have a Gaston um, act.
0: Really? What
3: is yeah. your other lady? That you come out. She's Esmeralda? in the suit. Well, you have that one too, but the suit one, she's like a spy or something. Oh,
1: Lana from Archer. That one. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I do it to danger zone. <laughs> um, there's Gorlesque, which is like oh, blood yeah. based. So it's usually like horror, like court. horror Okay. Um, yeah. Um and usually there's like faux blood everywhere. Yeah, Janae um, Sequois does
1: like this really cool dexter. Hmm. um act did she do that last february where yeah. she like cuts up a body she like made this whole human body out of <laughs> foam and stuff and it's all saran wrapped so i mean you on could... stage she's doing oh, it oh my yeah. god i mean it's literally like
3: it. anything that you could think of on a stage while simultaneously taking your clothes off it can be done yeah what yeah, yeah. that
0: really opens the
1: bar up
3: yeah yeah, yeah my guest on act i deep throat an antler chair <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I, I,
0: I can tell you right now i was not i i had expectations but i was like you know i don't know where this is gonna go and uh, this is not not
3: where you
1: thought yeah,
0: it'd go I've, i would not have guessed this
1: um yes. you're welcome yeah, yeah thank much. you i mean
0: that's the way it goes
1: yeah and i mean you could anything you can really come up with so
0: and yeah. so is everybody performing their own Yes. Act. They were creating their own thing doing
1: Yeah, it. we had this great idea. We were talking about doing um last year. Jamie Bondage from Ragdoll Review did like a meet and greet. Because there's a few troops in the area, right? And we all kind of do our Here own. Here in Humboldt? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, there's oh, I didn't know that. Four. There's Ragdoll, there's Barrel Against, there's Vava Voom, and Bada Bling, I think, is still down in Sohan. I think they're in Sohan. I think they're still
3: performing.
1: So um Jamie Bondage did like a Zoom cocktail hour just so we could all hang out because there's like you know they get newbies in their troop that we don't know um and there was this great idea to do like a burlesque camp out and do like a talent show night where we like draw names from a hat and you have to like act out other people's oh, <laughs> man. acts and i want to do it so bad <laughs> um and we've talked about doing that and twice now we've done a um burlesque roulette Oh yeah, yeah, those are fun. Where you just spin a wheel and you have to perform to whatever song it lands on. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I refuse to do them. I MC those oh. things. <laughs>
3: she's like like, "Mm -mm." roulette we should do that and then we're like cool this is a great idea she's like but i'm not performing (laughs) i'm I'm gonna
0: see that now i got you guys
3: Yeah. i'm I'm on it yeah Yeah, roulette we usually like um make a list of like 20 songs or something and then we have a a wheel and we raffle tickets off and then people in the audience buy tickets and they get to come and spin the wheel and pick the song for each performer oh that's cool and so you literally go out the wheel is spun and you go, cool, that's the song I'm doing. Great, let's do this. That's what I got to see. Lila do Mariah Carey. Oh. And it
1: was the most the sex turned up to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> and I try to get her to do it again. She's like, no, oh, that's not my thing. And I'm like, oh my God, but it oozes a sex appeal.
0: <sighs> are these one and done performances like when you create
1: for roulette? An act? For roulette, yes. When we create usually... an act, no. There are mm-hmm. troops that require like a brand new act every single time. Mm-hmm. Which, good for them. Like, that is super rad, and I could never do it, you know? (laughs) Um, I think I've done my ZZ
3: Top act three times. Yeah, I I have several acts that I've done several times. That's probably
1: pretty hard to
0: come up with them, I'd imagine, right? Or no?
3: Yeah. It depends. Yeah, I mean, we usually have like a mix of like open shows where it's like whatever kind of act you have in mind, go for it. If you want to do a new one, if you want to redo something you've done in the past, Um, and then sometimes we'll have like theme shows. Like she's saying, like we've done. I love the '90s. We did the '90s show. Oh, we did. Um, um, Let's duet. Let's so it was like
1: all of them were. Duets, duets or trios or, or group yeah. acts yeah
3: so sometimes we'll have like themes that are a little bit more like hey we did a rock and roll show yeah so we've done stuff that we're kind of a little bit more specific on um but generally yeah, it's kind of like well what do you want to do what do you have can you come up with something does something you already have fit in um i know sometimes we have people that end up not performing at the last minute and i'm like cool i have this act it might work like let's add that in <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> give it a shot
1: yeah throw it in there yeah and i mean some acts are like super super specific some can be used and i think that's kind of where the different types come in like lila's can she could jump into any show really you know because her acts just are kind of more an open format whereas like Hi, yes, I'm going to Deep Throat Antlers for my Gaston act. Like, that's a little more specific, right? Yeah. Like, if people are there expecting, like, a rock and roll, well, I don't know, it is the Marilyn Manson cover. Yeah. <laughs> you could make it work. <laughs> you know, and that's, um and there's different schools of thought. I mean, some people, um, like, with their costumes and stuff, they'll do, like, an all-black or, like, an all-purple or something, and then they can use that with different songs. And then there's some people like me who have to make a new costume for a (laughs) remake.
3: Yeah. I've got several pieces that I'll just, like, mix and match. Mm -hmm. And, like, sometimes I've been like, I have a week and a half to make an act for the show. I'm going to just throw things together, and it'll work somehow. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, that's totally... Both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. And uh, and all through it, for I sure. I think that,
1: I mean, it is a spectrum. I mean, burlesque is kind of like anything you want to make it. So it's sort of like she can sit down and, like, come up with a choreographed act. I do Excel spreadsheets. I'm not joking. Yeah. They make fun <laughs> of me. Really not. <laughs> Endlessly. Oh my God. They make, oh, yeah, because I'll be sitting there, like, we're in rehearsal, and I, like, have my Excel spreadsheets, like, printed out. that I'm like, okay, so then it's like, da, da. And then I turn, and then da, da. And then Lila's like, I don't know. I just came up with this. Like, it's...
0: So you break I, it down meticulously and you're kind of just like, we're just going to see where this goes.
1: I'm not a natural dancer and she is. Yeah. So. I think
3: sometimes I just kind of play around a lot with stuff and mm-hmm. I figure out what feels good in rehearsal a lot of the times. And then, like, once I have choreography, like, I stick with that. Um, But, yeah, there's been times, I could not tell you the number of times, that a certain someone, Janae Sequoia, has told me that she hates me (laughs) in rehearsal because she's like, what are you doing with this act? And I'm like, I don't really know yet. I figure I just put the music on and see what happens. And then I'll do something. And she's like, I hate you. (laughs) Like, like I could, in the best way. I could practice that like eighteen times
1: you. and it wouldn't look that good. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Whereas like
1: for me, it's really important that I have like my hits down, you know, like different parts of the music hits a certain way and you want to like hit that point. Because mm-hmm. um, otherwise I'll get up on stage and be like you know, it just doesn't really come organically for me. So Yeah,
3: I think the way like. I choreograph is is I'm like, oh, you know, like I wanna take a glove off here or I wanna take this piece off here. And then I'm like, yeah, filler. I'm like, whatever happens is cool. Yeah. And see,
1: I start so when I start choreographing, I have my costume pieces figured out. So if I have five costume pieces, I then divide the song into six sections. And on my Excel spreadsheet, like this is gonna come off around here and this is gonna, you know, so it's like, you can... Do it in any way, you know, more organically, more she's like. She's not the only one in burlesque that does Excel spreadsheets. No, so I'll tell you right really? now. Yes. I would, have, I would <laughs> no. never no. guess that. Well, what I found actually, yeah, because um, we had an out-of-town performer, Ivana Handful, or Iva I Handful, excuse me, that was a mess up. I have a handful, and um, I was so excited. I was like this baby, you know, burlesque. and she's like, "So I do this really weird thing," and she like pulls up her Excel spreadsheet. And I like fangirl screamed right. <laughs> and um there's somebody else i can't remember off the top of my head who you know was doing like a costume class or something and happened to bring up that they do excel spreadsheets i've found it's those of us who do accounting in our real life okay yeah like i think i have a handfuls she's an account she's a yeah. actual yeah. like she's cpa financial. yeah so
0: you guys are like more comfortable with that so i think so over. yeah Welcome. well i mean
1: i look at spreadsheets For most of my week, so I think that like helps my brain like
0: break it down, translate between the
1: two. (laughs) So yeah, so I mean, any way you want to do it.
0: Wow. So when you're coming up with an act, Uh what comes first? The costume, the song, an idea? Is
1: it the chicken or the egg?
0: Yeah, all uh, of
3: the above. All of the above. So it's very dependent on each person. Sometimes you get inspired by like a costume idea that you want to work out. Um, Sometimes it's music. Uh, like I really dig this song and like, what can I create for this? Um, and then, yeah, it's, it's all just kind of a blend of, of all of it. Depends on what kind of hits you first, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cause like I want to do a breast pumping act.
0: <laughs> well, you really can do anything. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Absolutely. And hamburger even, okay, to breast so pumping. Did you, are you, do you follow the, um, humans of New York?
0: I do not Is at all. That okay, so there troupe?
3: was no. It's a guy no. who goes around and like interviews people. He he yeah. does it mostly in New York, but he he's done it all around everywhere else too. Um, and he found someone who used to perform in like the seventies. Oh, I don't think I know this one. Uh, Tangare. Oh. So she they did like this big long series. Usually it's like one post or like one to five. She had like thirty. <laughs> Um, and she's this old burlesque performer. And she just went through like Sad. the whole history of everything. And she's like, yeah, there was one girl who would put hot dogs in and shoot them out into the audience. <laughs> um, a well, that's going to
2: be before- a crowd pleaser.
3: <laughs> this was a little bit before like the laws of today. That reminds um, me of a story
1: a friend of mine who was stationed she- in Korea had. But anyways, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're going like- to come back to that now. <laughs>
3: So I guess, like, guys would just line up at the end of the stage (laughs) and she would shoot... Uh, a hot dog oh out of God. herself and they had like a bar with like mustard and ketchup no, next to it. And, no. and they out. would eat it? Oh <laughs> my then, God. So her, she was like, well, I'm not going to shoot a hot dog out of me. So how do I follow that? <laughs> how do I follow that? You know, like how do I get to be, you know, something special? And I guess she ran into someone at some point that made her pasties where she could shoot chocolate milk out of them. Shut up. Yeah.
0: Look how up. creative is that? Though? I know. That so Why?
1: cool. Well, and you know, it's so funny this is one of those hobbies that, like, you know, they tell you, you know, you'll, like, what do I use math for? <laughs> I used more geometry
3: on that oh, damn everyone. cheeseburger costume than I think I have used. Oh, yeah. Pasties, because they're all different shapes. You can make, yeah. like, most of them are circles because yeah. those are pretty easy. But you can make squares. You can make hearts. You can make diamonds. You can make stars. Everything. But Do you have, the geometry to, factor that you have to factor in about it. the being curvature of the breast. breast. Oh. Yeah. Is, yeah, there's a lot more math, I think, that goes into that. A oh, wow. heart-shaped pasty gets cut out looking like a Tooth. tooth?
0: oh my god yeah
3: so that when you
1: fold it into itself it 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 would look like a heart heart. it makes a heart and then it'll actually fit yeah so it's yeah and i mean like janae with that dead body i mean she had to learn it was like silicone molds or something i mean like we do some wild (laughs) for our props and everything and just trying to Janae also has
3: a butt form well, that's for decorating. That's, that's for, for costumes. Yeah, so that's
1: <laughs> for getting rhinestones on the costume. She made a, a form of her own butt. She wore, like, boxers and then duct taped all the way around it. Oh, my and God. And then took it off and stuffed it so she can put panties on it. And then rhinestone, and you have exactly like the curvatures of how it's gonna fit (laughs) on your like. When we say costumes, this is not like.
0: (laughs) This is next level. This isn't. Oh, we're just this is next level. Yeah,
3: this isn't like sticking some stickers on some t-shirts and stuff. This
1: is tie dye. The last course that I did had over eight thousand rhinestones on it. Wow! Each hand placed. Oh yeah.
0: How long did that take you? <sighs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> I, I purposely do not keep track. Uh, yeah,
3: because oh it'll drive God. you
1: crazy.
3: It'll the amount of times I've again stayed up till five in the morning, yeah. literally with a headlamp on my head at night, just stoning things is more than I care to admit. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, and I sometimes that starts an act, right? Is like for me, it was like, oh, what if I did a cheeseburger? <laughs> I want to do that what song would I do Oh, or like the breast pump act I'm like man I've been pumping my entire fucking life at this point <laughs> is what it feels like right I want to do like an act as like an homage to this and then it's like oh well what music am I going to use oh what's my costume going to look like Oh, and then other times it'll be like Listening to a song on the radio or like I use like Pandora and Spotify, like their radios Mm -hmm. and like start a song and then, you know, like that has kind of the vibe I'm looking for and then just see what it discovers for me. Um, I don't really know anybody in our troupe that starts with a costume necessarily.
3: Yeah, I mean, sometimes I have, like, an idea of, like, specific parts of a costume that I'm yeah. like, oh, I definitely want to, like, use a corset in this act or, you know, something yeah. like that. But I don't know that anyone necessarily, like, completes a costume before you start working on anything
1: else. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I don't think anybody really does that because it's really time-consuming. So you don't really, like, oh, I think I'm going to sit down around ride and a corset today. Like, that doesn't happen. Yeah. doesn't <laughs> like, know. So. Yeah, it
0: seems so crazy that like you could do all that and then they draw the line at the nipple. That oh yeah, you can't you can't show that. <laughs> so like you can do all this other, crazy stuff, yeah. but <laughs> so well, we're there, there stop are, right there. There are worse there's laws. there's, yeah, there's, blue there's state other laws states that, that are... have
3: blue. They're called blue laws, and there's you can't like show the vortex. The vortex, which is basically it's basically your butt crack. <laughs> it's your butt. Well, but and it's they, they call it the vortex.
1: They specifically your butt crack. And, and the then the under part, and then where your thigh is. So it's like the genital proximal. Like it's <laughs> bullshit is what it is. There's but some
3: places you can't show any under Yeah. Um. So you have to
1: do your costumes totally different. So, like the Vortex one is funny because I've seen costumes where people, you can show the actual butt crack. So they'll have like pieces like this cut out of their panties, but the bottom is covered.
2: Oh my so God. you can't
1: see the vortex. Or like some
3: of them, your, your whole butt crack has to be covered. yeah And so then you have panties that like the sides are cut out. Yeah. But there's like a strip up the middle. <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, I mean, people get around it in some pretty creative ways. But yeah, there's yeah. definitely other states. Um, Tennessee. Yeah. So most of the stuff in over in right?
1: the south. Well, in Hawaii, you can't take any clothes off unless you're, uh, you can't take clothes off on stage visibly visibly. you have to go behind a curtain and remove pieces and then come back out
0: how weird is that it's
1: super weird it has something to do with like the old school clubs when the gis are over there and everything and those rules that just haven't been updated updated at Uh. all yeah so i mean california is forcing us to not show our nipples is not too bad yeah i mean yeah i guess in the scope of all that right yeah exactly so but i mean there's a lot that gets i mean a lot there could be I'm kind of the queen of layers. There can be a lot of layers before you get down to pasties. So mm.
0: Especially on a hamburger,
1: I mean. <laughs> well, even How many toppings do you like on yeah. a <laughs> 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 Yeah, but I mean, you know, we'll have like bras on top of bras and ripaway cups and tops and dresses and shawls and I mean you can get quite a few layers going before you ever get to
3: A lot of times that's a lot of comedy. Yeah, um, play. Mm-hmm. You, you get like the stuff where you're like, "Oh, I'm ripping off pants. Oh, I'm ripping off more pants. Oh, here's some shorts." <laughs> Oh, here's these really big underwear that I'm gonna rip off. Oh, here's another pair of underwear. Here's another one. Yeah. you could know, yes, like, just keep going with it and like really make it just quite hysterical. And so I'm planning an act right now that's gonna
1: have like four sets of ripaway cups <laughs> and just have different types of breasts, like different like breast sizes like painted on the cups. Oh man. So you just like go through this whole appreciation of titties. So yeah, you can do all kinds of stuff with it.
3: And there are male burlesque performers. There they, are. Um, oh, okay. They call yeah. it boy Boyless. boy And they kind of, tradi- not traditionally, I guess, but in solidarity, um, a lot of them wear pasties as well. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Um, but I've seen quite a few male burlesque performers as well, which is fun.
1: Yeah, we don't have any male burlesque performers up here. We had a drag king that was on our Foster for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Hugh Johnson unfortunately got in a horrifying car accident on the way to a festival with another drag king and can't perform right now. But um, other than that, we haven't really had any Lusk, yeah. which is sad. <laughs> there you go. There's your next thing. Yeah, we've yeah, told you all about it. I don't know.
0: I get <laughs> lost course. in the Excel sheet trying to create my, <laughs> trying to create my dance.
3: Yeah. Wow. Just come to boot camp.
1: We'll
0: yeah. I don't on even know if I would cruise. make it through boot camp. I didn't know half this.
1: I get you know, I lost the first week. I don't feel like, we don't have very many people drop halfway through. I think they usually make it to the end. Mm-hmm. What we have a lot of times is people think, cause you can take boot camp just for funsies, right? Mm. You don't have to audition for the troupe. You can do it like, because there's a huge element of like self-empowerment and body positivity that goes with burlesque. Mm. And so we'll have people and they're like, I don't want to audition. Like, I just want to like feel a little more self-confident, you know, maybe get some moves for the bedroom kind of a thing. Fuck, they're the most wild ones at audition time.
0: Just going crazy.
3: <laughs> they get it's, super yeah, into it. Yeah, we usually ask, like, when we do our boot camp, usually it's every year, um we will ask like how many of you are planning on doing this to audition and then how many of you are just doing it for the heck of it just to see what it is. Um, And usually it's kind of about half and half. And then by the end of it, it's like everyone like they're all like, well, I put all this dang work into it. Like I'm not just not going to do it. Oh, that's cool. Which is really really fun. And yeah, burlesque nowadays is definitely a lot more body positive and like all genders, all everything, all abilities. I um did Burley Con this year and watched someone performing in wheelchair and it was like with a T-Rex head and it was magical. Yeah. Um so I think it's super inclusive. Isn't that the burlesque star that has um Ellers syndrome? Um it wasn't her. Oh, okay. um, it was someone else. Uh but yeah there's a lot of people that perform with wheelchairs or like other aids for movement and stuff like yeah, that they're oh. like differently able. super inclusive um nowadays oh. previously previously not so much <laughs> and i mean
1: it's still, like you have a hard time you know with anything like i have a chronic illness i have a chiari malformation my school or my uh, brain is coming out of my school it's like a whole thing um and so like sometimes i can't perform i
0: like how you just brushed over that <laughs> Even my brain's coming out of my school it's not <laughs> You know, normal it's shit. It's like That's a just thing. Life. Um,
1: and I mean, sometimes people will make like shitty comments like, oh yeah, you had a headache so you couldn't come to rehearsal. And I'm like, I, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but I think in general, like it is definitely going in the direction of like, it's just celebrating bodies and celebrating movement. Art and, and Yeah, the performing art. I mean, I got into it for the body positivity aspect, honestly. That was really, I gained some weight and I just wasn't really feeling... Foxy, because I'd spent years as the trophy girl out at the racetrack.
0: Oh, uh, uh, Red Acres? Acres
1: Raceway! Oh yeah, those are checkered flags tattooed on my leg. Um. <laughs>
3: you should have just thrown in a little like.
1: Oh, oh come on! Excuse me. For the viewer. Yeah, now everybody has to
0: go watch the video of
2: this.
1: Oh my! Yeah, pull down my stocking. Um, yeah, and I mean that was just a nightmare of like fake tan and anorexia (laughs) like I mean it was like a terrible thing and it had been like three years and I had put on some weight but like I missed that performative aspect right I missed that like rock star mode I called it like I used to call it that with my friends like oh yeah I just put on rock star mode and all of a sudden it's like ta um and burlesque really kind of spoke to me in that way because like when Jez is on stage, she doesn't give a fuck about some extra yummy in her tummy. You know? like It's just these big titties having fun. Like... Yeah, kind of fun. So. <laughs> So I it's just yeah. <laughs> I think there's a few pictures of us motorboating each other throughout the years. <laughs> it's kind of our jam. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you just you kind of get to own different aspects of your personality and who you are when you're in that stage persona. like like I came in here and I'm like, well, this is really like you know diet Lila, diet Jezza, you know, because it's like we're kind of done up, but not. I mean, oh, showtimes right. like hair and
3: makeup, and yeah, it's a lot so I kiss people and they leave with glitter so <laughs> oh <my> God, yeah. <laughs> remember what? the bachelorette party that came in and like made out with me at the end of the show they all just lined up which time
1: is that the one I gave a lap dance to and I was very I was like six months pregnant um possibly yeah yeah, yeah. that could have been a couple years ago yeah yeah, yeah. so Yeah, bachelorette parties are a good time in a burlesque (laughs) show. They have the most fun. They're just there. They get tanked.
0: They're just there for a good time. (laughs)
1: They're just there for a good time. I mean, I feel like it's a really cool way to express some, like, feistiness. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, they get drunk. They got a boa thrown around them. Like, they're getting foxy, but, like, everybody's safe, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, lights out at 11, you know? (laughs) Like, it's not quite as raucous as, like the hangover. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has a tiger in their bathroom. <laughs> yeah,
0: nobody's passing out there on the roof a tiger of the building. On the
3: stage, but... There might be <laughs> There might be a tiger
1: on stage. Um Oh god. Yeah, I just remembered I wanted to do a tiger king act.
0: Oh, that would be funny. Oh,
1: I feel like somebody's done it. That's the other thing in Burlesque. You have to be really, really careful that you don't do something somebody else has already done. Mm-hmm.
0: They probably get mad at that. right? Well, yeah.
3: And I yeah, mean there and are... there's there's certain things. Like there's songs that Everyone, everyone uses, mm-hmm. right? Like you're always going to find some other performer that has used that song, but like make sure your costume isn't the same, make sure your choreography isn't the same, like make sure your concept around that song is not the same as someone else's. Um but yeah, I mean, how many nun acts have I seen? How oh, wow. many, you know, how many Cyanide Sins is still my favorite <laughs> oh, well, though. She's, mean, she, she's one of our like sisters sister troop in Santa, Santa Cruz. Cruz. We have kind of like a sister cities thing with them. Yeah, she deep throats across. I mean, that's kind of oh nice.
2: About.
3: <laughs> oh, you know, like you do. Um, um. They count how many people leave during her act. It's quite comical. Um, she's fantastic. But yeah, I mean, there's always going to be stuff that is similar. Mm. Um, You just don't want to like pull exact like, yeah. off of someone. You don't want to bite somebody. So, and yeah. like, I think locally we try and like keep a pretty good eye on like, what people are doing performance wise so that we're not using the same songs or, you know, doing something that's too similar to someone that local, I Mm -hmm. mean, as much as we can. And so well,
1: like we we really want to do a Disney show like when we can do live performances again, whatever that is. Uh, (laughs) And Ragdoll Review did one like two years ago. But it's kind of like Disney's a big theme, right? And so we talked to Jamie Bondage, who's the leader of that troupe. And we're just like, well, why don't you guys just come perform with us? You know? So there's ways around it, too. Um, You could just, like, reach out. What do they say? Like, reach out across the aisle or whatever and just, like, in- be inclusive and make sure you're not. Because there are some people that will, like, rip off acts. I remember a few years ago when there were a bunch of people who were at, was it Behoff in Vegas? Oh, yeah. There's and, people, and like. people were like blowing up uh, one of our troop members phones because someone was performing an act that was like exactly hers, like costume, song, choreography. But sh- this other person had taken it to a big stage in like the big city, you know, like little city mouse or whatever. Um and and that was rough. Like that one was really rough because it was like she had clearly watched this YouTube video of this person's performance and then like added some more rhinestones and taken it to compete, which is
0: oh, that's not cool. It's just
1: disrespectful, right? You know. Um. So you try the overt, try to avoid overt stuff like. That. But sometimes you're gonna fuck up. There's somebody else who does a cheeseburger act, mm. you know. And then it was like mine was three quarters of the way constructed, and I messaged her and I'm like, oh. What song do you use? And something compl- I mean, like, our this is gonna sound weird. Our cheeseburger burlesque concepts are totally different. <laughs> like the way we like. She. I don't think she even removes layers. You know, like mm. it's a totally different vibe, a totally different um, way of doing things. And so, like, that's okay. You know, and that's gonna happen. Like I said, mine was three quarters the way constructed, and I had searched. You know, like cheeseburger burlesque. <laughs> Um, A lot of research. And and, like nothing that popped up, you know? So like sometimes shit happens and it does totally. But in general, you want to be like mindful and respectful because it is, it's work Acts take hours and hours between constructing the costumes and figuring out your choreography and rehearsing and rehearsing and rehearsing and, and more rehearsing. And more rehearsing <laughs> to, you know, performance time. It's a lot of it's an exhausting hobby, really.
3: Yeah. yeah the hours legit. that no. you put into things before you're like three to five minutes on stage. Is, yeah. That's yeah, great. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs>
0: What's your favorite part? If you had to pick one.
3: huh? That's funny. <laughs> I know. I, it changes from
1: day to day. It mm-hmm. changes from day to day. I, for instance, I like, you know, this just came up. Because we were talking about possibly doing like a virtual show, right? Like doing Like recording. over Zoom? Um, Yeah. Or like recording acts and then like downloading the video. You know, we're just trying to figure it out. Figure out yeah. what we can possibly do. And for me, I was thinking about it. And I'm like, I don't even know if I want, like you guys can. That's totally rad. But like. For me, performing is so much about the interaction with the audience. It's a
0: different feel yeah. when they're not there. It just gets weird.
1: And so, I don't know if, like, for me, if that would be like a true burlesque experience for myself. Like, it absolutely is for other people, you know? But, like, for me, I don't know if I would even get any gratification out of it. So, it's like we that could would. Do
3: you like what they do in football? Just put like cardboard cutouts. Oh, God. Don't <laughs> do that. I lay that is so the weird. Screaming. <laughs> You know, just on a like pre-recorded the track hollering. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do in football it oh my, it's like so they have a whole weird. crowd. you know it's what's so, so fucked up is I could
1: totally do that because <laughs> I excel spreadsheet down to the minute when my stuff would come out I could totally make like a laugh track we could friends it like a friends set you anyways do this. Um, no I'm not that's terrible um <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know. I think, you know, like I would say my favorite part is this or that or whatever, like, but probably the audience interaction. Mm. It probably goes like audience interaction, having a creative outlet, because I think that's for a lot of us. Like, this is our creative outlet. Like, this is where we take our crafting and our creativity and our musicality and everything. We make this thing come alive for minutes. (laughs) Um, Minutes of glory. Yeah, the camaraderie is really good. I mean, that's hard to keep up in a pandemic, but I mean, we call each other glitter family, you know, Um that's pretty cool about it. I don't know, like, favorites is hard to pick. Mm-hmm. What would you say? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
0: that sums it up. I'm just going to go with that answer. Um,
3: I don't even know that I could pick like one thing out. Of- I think yeah. if I could pick one thing out of it, I would just do that one thing. I wouldn't do burlesque. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. a combination of yeah. everything. You know, like That's if it was really just point. the costuming, like I would just go and make costumes mm-hmm. for, you know, some other reason. Or if it was just the dancing, like I have that previously already. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to be like, oh, this is my like favorite part of burlesque. It's like every part of burlesque makes it burlesque Mm -hmm. and without all of it like it's not burlesque it's just it's just costuming or it's just dancing or it's just being funny on you know like so i think to like pick one thing out of it takes away from what burlesque is for me Ah. um it's magic man it's a whole oh it sounds incredible like usually after shows i'm like up until like three in the morning our shows end at 10 (laughs) (laughs) 10 11 Yeah, but we're like, all at Ernie's afterwards, <laughs> drinking mimosas. Yeah, and then I just go home, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this act, and oh, my gosh, this act, and yeah. oh, this was my favorite, and and this, and that, and, 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 <laughs> you know, and then it's, it's and yeah. then I pass out at some point, because I'm just exhausted. Um, if you were to
1: ask anybody what their favorite part of burlesque is 10 minutes before they take the stage, they will tell you
3: absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> the fact that i feel like i'm going to pee my oh god oh. that's pee- always oh. the, the, my favorite thing i heard someone say is like what if i pee on stage yes! and oh. it's like you know <laughs> cuz like, like someone like, asks that every year and, I do and <laughs> the best answer i've heard to date is at least it'll glitter running down
0: your oh. <laughs> oh, I mean terrible. what other answer could you give though oh, i feel
3: like that like just make it work oh man. play through oh, yeah.
0: play through
1: I'm always like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm like, I'm not fine. I'm fine. Like, <laughs> it's like this weird switch back and forth. And then, yeah. I mean, a lot of times, like, you'll see backstage. If you're if you're backstage during a burlesque show, at least in my experience, you will see people looking terrified, people high out of their mind on, like, the adrenaline rush and the feedback. And then the people have just come off stage that are like, I still haven't come back out of my <laughs> trance. <laughs> Janae Janae says she blocks out.
3: Yeah, a lot of I've heard that from a ton of performers where you just you go on stage and you do your thing and then you get off and you're like, I don't know what I just did. I don't know what happened. Hopefully it's good. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's just riding like, that I high don't of the recall. Performance. Performance. Well, and well,
1: just, just nerves and everything. Like, that's why we rehearse so much. Like, mm-hmm. just practice, practice, practice is because so much of it is muscle memory. You know, you get up there and it's like you see the crowd and you could freeze up, but like your body knows, okay, and this is what I do with this hit and this
3: is what, you know, so. Um, or if there's malfunctions with the costume. Oh, malfunctions like are fun.
1: I've had to rip her out of a dress on stage. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was M scene. It was the 90s. I think it was the Metallica. The that show, instrumental yeah. Okay. Metallica. Yeah, I was emceeing. And um, at NCRT, there isn't like a super easy way for the MC to like gracefully come on and off stage. Like, I mean, you can, but then you're backstage. So then you got to like run back on stage. And so I was kind of hanging out in the wings on stage, you know, just kind of like tucked in the back, watching it go on. And Lila's going and she goes to. And, you know, we see each other in rehearsal. So it's like, we pretty much have, we know what's going to happen in the next part of the act. And her dress isn't coming off. And her dress isn't coming off. And her dress isn't coming off. And she finally, like, does this super elegant, I swear, if you had, we could watch the video and you would swear it had been planned. Because she does this super elegant twirl over and then, like, this little, like, presents her booty
3: to me in, like, a side zipper. And I just ripped it open. <laughs> right. Yeah, the zipper had busted yeah. when, whether I was, like, putting it on that night or it had just gotten tired after the times I had practiced in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for whatever reason, my zipper did not open. Um, and so I was like, well, I guess we're just ripping this off right now, because... <laughs>
1: malfunctions happen. I swear, malfunctions always happen, like, on show day. And yeah. Like, well, your
3: graduation,
1: your zipper, remember? My dress Oh, my God, zipper. girl, we zippers were, like... terrible. That's why I use snap tape, because zippers are the double. Um, we were, like, stitching snaps on your dress backstage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Our very first, yeah. Well, most of us have kits. You know, we have oh, like, like whole burlesque kits. Yeah, yeah, have, like a
3: little emergency
1: bag. Okay. Yeah, with, with, you. with, you know, needle and thread and like carpet tape and.
0: All yeah. the essentials.
1: All the essentials, right? I know they look kind of like murder bags <laughs> sometimes, but you're like, oh, why do you need all this heavy duty tape? And it's like for my titties. <laughs> like, I swear. You don't
0: know the half of it. <laughs> Dits and intense.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, you gotta do the faux boob job. That's a thing. Yeah, of course. That's... I have no
0: idea what that is. Oh,
1: you use carpet tape, and you take tape the, the bottom of your boob, oh. and then you pull it up, and then you tape over it, and then you put a pasty on top. Oh, there you go. Fake Makes boob jobs. Job. That's okay. Makes your boobs look hella perky.
0: Inside scoop right here, in case. Yeah. Anybody means well, you know, to do I that? I was at home. I'm just yeah.
1: super mad because Kim Kardashian came out with her like. Fake carpet tape boob job a couple years ago. Apparently, when she's like on the red carpet and stuff, she carpet tapes her tits up. That's mm-hmm. how she like usually wears the And I was like, that's an old burlesque trick, girlfriend. <laughs> like, don't be claiming that for yourself. So, yeah.
2: Well,
0: there you go.
3: Other malfunctions. Yeah, it there seems like whatever
0: could off? go wrong would go wrong.
1: On I stage. mean,
3: we've yeah. had shows where, um, People did not tape their underwear when they really should have. Ooh. And then you're I like, saw that at
1: a festival once. I saw yep. their
3: whole name and address. Ooh. Yep.
1: Yeah, that was not
3: Should should tape something. Should, should tape should've <laughs> taped should've tape the bits. Um it's hard when you're up on a stage and you decide to open your legs and your underwear has shifted oh. completely. To and you're the just side. in the zone, and so just, you don't oh, even yeah, know what's yeah,
0: happening. Yeah, yeah. You're not
1: feeling and then the breeze. Like, oh. All of a sudden,
0: everybody perks up a little bit more. It's like, Man, I'm crushing it up here. Come on.
1: Well, and you know what's so funny, actually, is that a lot of times malfunctions will happen and the audience has no idea. Mm. And that's a lot of just practice and practice and being in the moment and having that adrenaline rush is just being able to play it off. Um, there've been, I'm trying to think, I feel like there've been people who like, just don't even take off their layer before their panties, like their skirt or whatever just doesn't come off and they just let it go. Like Janae couldn't get her corset off that time. I feel like we've been talking about Janae a lot. She should have come out here too. Um, yeah, but, I mean, a lot of it is it's and, – and they teach you that in boot camp. I remember them teaching us this in boot camp is, like, just play it off. Like, they don't – the audience doesn't know what your act is supposed to look like. And as long as you keep a smile on and keep going, like, who's going to be the wiser? Yeah. Unless it's, like, a really – like I said earlier, you know, unless you stop and go, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which was – st- I just will never get over that one. But, um, you know, they don't know. Just don't let them know. It's yeah. all smoke and mirrors. Like, the whole shebang is just smoke and mirrors. Just in person
2: yeah
1: mm-hmm. so. yeah
0: well like you were saying with your zipper i mean if you can play it off no, who's gonna know that that wasn't part of the ad?
1: oh god the audience roared so i mean they loved me ripping a dress yeah. off of her you know so i still can't decide if they liked it more you did but you know. <laughs> <laughs> little column a little column yes like, <laughs> so <laughs> i feel like we're half of our time is always just like flirting back and forth on stage so.
3: I mean, there was the time you blew me, which time? she had. blew <laughs> Which time? <laughs> Let she me had- check
0: the Excel spreadsheet. <laughs>
3: She had blue lipstick at a show one time oh, yeah, and then yeah, made yeah. out with me or I made out with her something. or something happened and then I, I like went back and I just had blue all over me. <laughs> <laughs> well, fabulous. I don't think it
1: was lipstick. I think I couldn't find it. So I think it was just like the perfect shade of eyeliner. That I um, used on my whatever improvise. it was it, on. was, it was blue
3: and I had it yes. all
1: over oh, me. So <laughs> that also happens. That has been known to occur. Backstage, you can anything happens backstage.
2: backstage
1: well, that one depends. was on
3: stage though, so. Oh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was in front of everyone there. <laughs> God and everybody.
1: Everyone but, that paid. Every, yeah, everyone that paid. That's the. <laughs> that's the important bit. Everyone who pays.
0: How much are the shows?
1: Um, it depends on the venue. Mm-hmm. Um, because like we charge a little bit more in CRT because there's limited seating. Um, and it's like right there next to the stage right you're very close to the stage um but oh wow as the treasurer this should come out of my mouth really easy i think it's 20 dollars at ncrt for general admission and then it's 12 at eureka theater because it is so spread out you're pretty far from the stage so we don't charge as much um then you can also give vip tables so we have vip tables that are up close and sometimes on the stage like at ncrt we'll actually put two tops on the stage
2: oh wow and that's really right like, in it
1: oh it's super fun because then like the performers we can interact with people and like the, we have the mc the rmc is kind of like our guard dog for everything and like he'll explain like say you're in a vip table and you don't want a dancer up on you you can easily like just cross your arms over your chest and the dancer will see that and dance right by you know or i mean we could get in it like
3: <laughs> i've sat in people's laps oh yeah
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh yeah i've like lap dance like yeah i mean you can you can really play with it and the audience loves that Mm -hmm. i mean you know that's part of the whole reason you come yeah i mean because we've done group acts where like we come down the aisles and play with people on either side Mm -hmm. and just make it really interactive and fun it's not as sterile as like a
3: typical theater production where it's like
0: Everybody's out there, and you're back yeah.
3: here. Yeah, there's there's quite a few, you know, like single acts, um, or group acts where a lot of people will go out into the audience and interact with people out Oh, there that's as awesome! Well, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, the you number, just number of that times the... I've like chucked gloves into people's faces. I mean, shot hot
0: dogs out across the crowd. <laughs> yeah,
3: I haven't hit the hot dog spot yet, but. uh <laughs> That would have been
0: a sight to see. Could you imagine? And in the 70s
3: doing that? That's
0: incredible. So
3: back then, they were doing some like simulated sex acts on stage. I mean, it got to that point, and it's dialed back a little
1: little little bit. So
0: it was crazier back then than it is
2: now.
1: Well, I think it's more differentiated. I feel like... yeah, a lot of more like performative porn. Mm-hmm. Kind of Emberla sort of blended into each other. And mm-hmm. they're pretty separate now. You know, like, one thing we always tell boot campers is, like, don't for a second think that you're not a stripper. Like, you are absolutely a stripper. Do not. (laughs) Because people come in with, like, some sort of, like, shitty attitude, right?
3: Like, oh, no, we do. We're not not strippers. And it's like.
0: Oh, like a superiority thing. Right. Uh, Totally.
3: And we're like. like, You you are taking your clothes off for money. Yeah. Might not be as much money. (laughs) but (laughs) Well, and that's what I tell them is
1: I'm like, look, if you're working in a strip club, like, you will spend $50 on a costume and you will come home with $500 in tips. When You're doing burlesque, you will spend 500 on a oh, costume <laughs> and you will come home with 50 dollars in tips, and that's pretty much that's the only difference between the two. Because I guess I don't know, I haven't been a tip, I haven't been a to tip top in years, that's really depressing. Um, I think they have to do pasties now too. Oh, do they really? Yeah, if you're gonna leave so. the pole, I think if you're touching because they have the liquor license. Oh, so I don't know, last stroke club I was in was. No good. pasties. That was a good time. <laughs> like flashback <laughs> into the distance. Um, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure
3: the tip top has to do. We should know this. I think we had a couple girls that came through boot camp. Um, who like, were dancers last time, and they yeah, said they did pasties yeah, 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 too. Yeah, okay, I
1: do actually remember that now. So, um.
3: Well, I feel
0: like for the 70s, too, it's almost like you're pushing the boundary to see how far you can go. You right. I mean?
1: That was very, like, Hustler era. Yeah. And just kind of, like, you know, Deep Throat and, like, porn theaters. It was just sort of a different... And, I mean, we definitely push things now. I mean, that's one thing I really like about Burlesque is how much you can, you can push. I mean, Cyanite Sin is this really cool Statue of Liberty act where... You know, she strips down and she's got all these words on her body and it's just, you know, like it's a very political act about you know what it's like to be a woman in America right now and that can really turn people off I did a <laughs> oh my god do you remember when um Kitty did that act and she was Donald Trump
3: and she made out with Pence I think I oh
1: was no god. it wasn't or Pence because I was gosh darn it now I can't even remember who it, I think it was Putin I think I had a Putin mask on and then we made out on stage and our mask like a burlesque can like we push envelopes still but we don't push the like hot dogs in our hula <laughs> ha <laughs>
0: a different card <laughs> it's
1: a different kind of envelope we're pushing nowadays yeah yeah i mean it, it is it's a great space to to say things whatever mm. you want those to say if you just want those things to be like classy music and sparkles that's super rad if you want like i'm revamping my esmeralda act um Cause I did a uh, act uh, Esmeralda and Disney and I'm actually Romani. And so, um, for a long time I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to take, you know, people's like stereotype of my people and turn it around. Nobody fucking picks that up. They just see me like dry humping a blow up <laughs> sheep. <laughs> So I'm gonna turn it. Around. I'm revamping the costume to like strip down to like a Romani flag and be like, no, like we're real human beings. Mm-hmm. You know, like we are actual people. We are here. There are four million of us in the world. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> we're not a
0: small crowd. We're Go not. On. Yeah. I
1: mean, we're <laughs> We're real human beings, um, you know. So you can you can make burlesque. you can say whatever you want to say with burlesque, and that's what's really cool.
3: As long as you're not stamping on someone else's culture while you do it, right?
1: I yeah, I had to add that piece in the costume class, the cultural appropriation piece, because that that's been a really hot topic in burlesque mm-hmm. the last few years.
0: Is that um, because people are getting offended by it, or it's just... yeah?
1: Well, I mean, and...
3: you can't have somebody who's super white like me. And, like, get up and do a Pocahontas act, you know? Well, and even in that,
1: that... like, I'm a tribal member. So on my mom's side, I'm native. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm a Kruk member. Like, I speak the language. My daughter says Uchich instead of milk. You know, like... I am very white passing though, like if you just look at me, you just assume that I 'm white, and so I won 't even do an act. We had another person in the troop uh, misleading who is the same tribe, and she also doesn't present as Native American and we talked about this about how like I would love to do, oh my God, a costume like that has our like designs and everything on it. It would be gorgeous, you know, sort of imitate regalia. But I don't ever want anyone to see that picture on the, online somewhere and think that I'm being disrespectful to Native culture. Mm-hmm. And so I won't do it. Like, I won't do a Native-themed act. You know, I won't do Pocahontas because I just don't want to be disrespectful. And some people, I mean, think about humor in general, right? Like, lowbrow humor can be really discriminatory and offensive. You know, like, somebody did. somebody went to a festival and won an award... As a white person doing the maid from family guy, did that act as like a joke on Hispanics being maids and won an award, if I remember correctly. I don't,
3: I don't remember if they won, but I know that they got called the heck out afterwards. But like <laughs> after they'd already performed it. And so mm. like
1: that's something you really have to look out for. And that's something that I bring up in costume class is just basically like. If there's something you want to rip out rip off from another culture, like I guarantee you, you are more creative than that. Like, you know, mm. <laughs> like whatever you have in your mind, like if that that's low hanging fruit, don't do it, you know, yeah. and that's really becoming more. And it's kind of we've run into problems. I know somebody kind of wanted to do a voodoo act as a person who does not belong to a culture who practices voodoo and kind of had an attitude about being told no. Um because we do, we tell people, no, you know, you have to, we have to see our acts beforehand um, and go over them. We had somebody who wanted to incorporate a Confederate flag in their act, um, not in support. She actually wanted to rip it off and stomp on it, you know, but even just that imagery, like, just not into it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so that's true. Like, you can kind of say whatever you want to say, but dot, dot, dot.
0: Yeah, it's got to be hard because there's almost that censorship today. And like, in some instances, it's good because you don't want to just piss people off just to piss people off right, right totally. but then like you don't want it to go too far where it's like okay well how do i like can't express this way that i'm feeling because eh? somebody's gonna get offended and then it's just gonna blow up online uh, and it's like well, walking that weird yeah, line i mean
3: you can you can offend people in ways that are not i'm taking your culture and just mm-hmm. like oh i mean there's lots making... of people who are super offended by sin deep throating across <laughs> like <laughs>
2: Yeah, I can see that.
3: (laughs) That, That's the Trump makeout. The Trump makeout group that were like on a VIP
1: table, front row. They were a bunch of dudes from McKinleyville. Oh, not happy. happy. Yeah, they were not. But I, you know, so there is some of that. Like, I don't think I've gone to a burlesque show and not seen something salacious. Not necessarily political, but Mm -hmm. you know, something that kind of bends norms, and that's part of the art. You know, that's part of the. Like I mean, even like that Dexter act we were talking about. Like I'm sure there were people who came to a February show, assuming it would be Valentine's Day, and did not expect to see what her a wake up call chopping a body into pieces and throwing the pieces into buckets. <laughs> so, yeah, but I I don't know. I feel like people in general are just a little more conscious. Anyways, I mean, you don't want to gatekeep or like stifle people's creativity, but there's some things that you're just like. No, like, the audience didn't consent to see that. Let's not. And that's a big thing. You know, consent isn't just sexy. It's mandatory. You know, we
3: got to keep in mind, like, we're all trying to exist and enjoy things. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, Yeah, I mean, and then the other thing we have to take into consideration is, like, venue stipulations. Like, what is the venue asking us not to use? There's some venues that are like, hey, can we, like, not dump glitter all over the place? (laughs) Or could we not, like, make a big mess out of stuff? Um, And so you have to be, like, aware of that as well. You know, there's some venues where... I think we had someone that was like, I want to spray something all over the place. And it's like, great, we can do it at this venue, but you can't do it at this one. Yeah. Because, you know, like, so just being really conscious about, like, rules of the place that you're performing as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, You never want to surprise the
1: props person with
3: a mess. <laughs> like, well, and even just for the flow of the show, right? Like,
1: if you know about it, you can, like, a producer can plan it and be like, okay, well, this person is going to paint their butt in... S- Foam or shaving cream. Sit
3: on a cake.
1: Yeah, right. Which has happened. Yeah, no, we had somebody do that. So you put that act like right before intermission, right? So that there's time to to, clean it up. There's time to clean it up. The the audience isn't sitting there sobering
3: up while you mop. Why is there cake everywhere? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So the amount of acts I've seen with cake sitting. It's up there? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I've seen quite a few people just stuff their butt on a cake. It's God, so there's fabulous. a market for that.
1: They are not. They are not. You're more
0: creative than that. You don't need the cake.
1: <laughs> well, no, no I, 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 I need it. it. Oh, I need oh, the butt cake. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm thinking they should be charging more. Oh. <laughs> they could be making good money online. We don't pay nearly enough for that. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, so there's there's also things to consider with that. Yeah. I mean, we've had surprises. We've had guests where it was a non-glitter friendly venue and they pulled down their hair and glitter all over the stage. And I just remember sitting off stage being like, fuck.
2: This is not going to
0: go over well.
1: Yeah. And then like we had a guest performer once who um, purposefully ripped off her pasties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One fell off
3: and then she was like, well
1: screw it here's the screw other one yeah and the crowd loved it and we're sitting there like oh god are we ever gonna be invited because
0: yeah they probably hold you guys accountable totally yeah. yeah
1: absolutely you know because they're booking Vava voom they're not you know and then we're booking the individual performers so then it's like man you know you have to keep that in mind too like are you jeopardizing a performance venue which is hard to find around here we used to have even just performance space remember we the when we first started we had a rehearsal space Mm -hmm. north coast journal did a little blurb about us and then the owner of the rehearsal space discontinued their relationship with us because they didn't feel comfortable with being associated being associated with us and that was just rehearsal space like nobody even knew we just rented the space so that we could practice yeah and finding a space sense has been kind of hard. Yeah. So, um yeah, it's not all fun and glitter.
0: <laughs> it's not all cake sitting.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> Some I know hard parts. I think cuz I have an act where I'll dump like chunky glitter or like sequins or like, you know, stuff in my hat and then I pop it off and then it all comes out and like mm. pours down me and it's a really fun effect. But like I can't do that everywhere or if I do, I have to make sure they're big chunks and it's not like glitter that's gonna, someone's gonna be like, well, now I hate you for putting glitter all over the stage. You can
1: get creative though. (laughs) Jessica Powell with Ragdoll Review, she has a great act to um, cocaine by um, crap can't think of his name right now. Jay, whatever. Uh, you know, cocaine. And uh, since some venues don't allow powder, she got like a really skinny white boa that she lays out and then acts like she's oh, like totally full body snorting it. So, I mean, it adds – it leads to creativity too, right? Totally. You're kind of like, well, fuck. How do I do this on stage? How do I – you know, work within these parameters of what I can do, and like or okay.
3: like Lucy's um, act, her Mrs. Potts act. Oh, big rhinestones! Big rhinestones all over herself because she we comes can't have out glitter. Yeah, she comes out as Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast. Oh man! And oh, it's so it cool. And then it transitions into <laughs> pour some sugar on me. Oh yeah. my god!
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's and great. out come the rhinestones. And yeah. and yeah, and then she takes Chip, her son, and. Licks it and then dumps rhinestones on herself. Oh my god! I get to be a part of it because I'm Lumiere, and yeah. I introduce her in this very tiny little gold suit thing. Um, my butt is fully exposed. I promise.
1: <laughs> Isn't that my old maple? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were like, here, you should try
3: this on. Your whole butt will be out.
1: Perfect.
3: <laughs> yeah. She's that's like, what I'm cool. going for. Yeah. So I just, I introduce her and then I like bring Chip out and it's, it's a ball. It's a great
1: That's one thing about having a whole troupe that is really fun is that getting to use
2: everybody. Everybody.
1: I mean, we've got people, you know, in the background or whatever, like ensemble pieces. And that's really cool. I've used our MC a couple of times, you know, like pull him in to do stuff. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's
0: cool. Everybody gets involved.
1: Yeah. Well, and everybody helps each other out. I mean, our brainstorming sessions are really cool because we'll sit there and be like, I have this fucking idea, but I don't know what to do with it. And then someone will be like, what if you did it? You know, so a lot of times acts don't come completely from your brain. It comes from a group effort, you know, Um, which is really fun. And that's
3: kind of a bummer. Jenna likes to suggest everyone flip each other off. So... Is that? A- yeah. Oh. I, one year in boot camp, she was like, I think it was Tia, because Tia had her like cherry bomb act Oh, yeah. and, oh, and, and Her flipping off the audience plays so well know, for that. I know, that was act. Janae's idea. Oh, she funny. came in and she was like, you know, it would be really rad if you just walked off the stage and flipped everyone and off. And it at is the super end. rad. And it totally <laughs> works for that act. Oh, like, man. if I did that in some of my acts, people would be like, what is wrong would with you? I mean, my what- pants <laughs> if you did that. <laughs> you did that after, like, a Mariah Carey, I would be like, yes, all my dreams come true. <laughs> you have to realize I get teased because I don't curse and I, like. No. <laughs> uh... And you, and you <laughs> haven't noticed all the F-bombs have been Jezza. Yeah, it's been, I, nah, I it's been, been to...
2: from this side
0: of the
3: oh, I have to cuss for the both of us. That's why I
1: talk like a Carrying sailor. And so,
3: yeah, Janae came to rehearsal one day when we were doing boot camp and told Tia, like, just flip everyone off at the end. It would be such a, like great ending to this act and And it is and it works perfectly for that and she's just like here you go like bam do it and and it worked but i would never have suggested that like (laughs) i do for boot camp i've always done a lot of the choreography and dance aspects so helping people create acts um and then we usually do like a group act and so coming up with a choreography for that and uh, everything And so I see from, like, the very beginning of, like, when they're coming in to the very end of their whole, like, development of this act. And then sometimes it's nice for other people in the troupe to come in and be like, well, you know, this would be good. Because, like, I'm giving them feedback all the time. But the feedback I'm giving them is definitely not to flip people off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a little more PG than and, that.
1: And that's why we do a lot of rehearsals. Because we'll come in. I mean, I know I've had stuff where I'm like, I really...
3: You know, like I've got it. My Excel spreadsheet has to hear, and then I don't know what else to add. These three seconds are missing. What do I do? What do I do? do (laughs) Totally. And
1: someone else will be watching that and be like, "Oh, you know what? You've got to do this." And I'm like like the silly string all over my neck for pearl necklace not my idea i don't remember who's it what maybe lucy's and they're like well no you need like a finish like for pearl necklace like you need a good finish and it was like okay so i mean you know there's a lot of collaborative collaborative yeah it
0: sounds like there's definitely that team spirit like everybody's in it together we're all yeah we're all get get naked
3: at rehearsal together (laughs) sit on cakes Yeah. yeah
0: Just yeah. warm up, get in the spirit.
3: Tape each other's labia. Yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> usual stuff, come on.
3: Typical things. Yeah. So. yeah, it usually comes down to the people who have press on nails versus those who don't. Who don't. That's- <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who can tape this um, part for me? And- I didn't think about that. That's totally they're like, well, my real nails. I can do this. Like, <laughs> there's a reason that backstage
1: is usually when people are gluing their nails on because it's when they've got all their other oh costume pieces God. on. Yeah, and then you glue on the nails. Once the nails are glued, you're fucked. That's where. <laughs> you're
3: there's in- no going back. <laughs> oh, you're in it to win it. Strap in now. Yep. Or gloves. Once you put your gloves oh. on, you can't do anything. You know, You'll see you want to some... pull anything. I, the number of times I've done stuff with my nose on my phone because I've already put my gloves on. Yeah. Oh. Especially <laughs> like, especially at rehearsal or like during boot camp, you know, we're running things through over and over and mm-hmm. over. And so you're you run through half your act and you've taken your gloves off and then you got to put them on and you're like, oh, well, I need to start my music on my phone. And so then you're just over here with your nose putting in your password <laughs> um, because your gloves don't <laughs> Don't react. <work. worry, laughs> <action>. oh, <dear. laughs> so, you know, just things like that, that people would no- not know otherwise unless they were there. Like, what is this girl doing? This right. right. Like? Well,
1: that's a really good... Good way to not get invited back if you're like a, a guest performer or something. If you're shitty backstage. Because mm. backstage you've gotta just like you just turn to the next person, you're like, Can you adjust my asshole right
3: now?
0: Mm. <laughs> I just need a little help. I just Two need, seconds. I
3: can't see back there. I, I just wanna do you do you have a guess of what that might be? What? An asshole?
0: An asshole? Asshole. Oh, I thought you said asshole. <laughs>
1: Too. Yeah, I bones thought bones I thought I read our,
0: that completely wrong. So longs
1: and everything. No, they're like pasties for your ass cheeks. And they have tassels, they on, tassels them, on them. And they got tassels on them. And then you can make
3: you them shake spin. And they your butt and they, they spin. So, like, oh, that's you can actually you can yeah. switch yeah. directions. You have tassels on, on your knees. And then you, you know, you do your shimmy. Oh. And your tassels. Sorry, I keep hitting this. Well, that's and depending too- on how you do it, you can get them to spin in the same direction.
1: You can get them spin outwards. You can get them to spin inwards. Oh, there's a thing. whole science behind that. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. We and we like the tassels. You either do the shimmy, you can do the football shuffle. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to, like, get things to move. Yeah so so you got to make sure well and sometimes there we go there's a malfunction remember when i took my corset off for pearl necklace and it hung on to my asshole so that i was dragging this well and that corset is completely encrusted with pearls like every it's fucking 20 pounds that thing is so heavy and you're
0: just tugging it along and
1: i just dragged it along (laughs) by my my asshole (laughs) it finally came off but yeah they just, just hung on there by its little strings. Oh my Like a God. one in a million, like what are the odds that it's going to fall off and hang on by its strings? Catch, but yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What other terms would you, I mean, probably just the assholes. That's kind of a.
0: Yeah. I did not catch that one. I was thinking asshole. And I was like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, probably. I yeah. mean, I've,
1: i made sure those are covered too. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's <laughs> also. Well, there's a lot of like spot checks too. You yeah. turn to somebody and you're I like, bet. if I do this. Are we still in see? the clear? Like what's yeah. happening? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I mean, you know, you do dress rehearsal like a hundred times and it's still, you still find something five minutes before you're going to go on stage. that makes you go, fuck.
0: Damn. How long are you guys rehearsing for?
1: Well, we Just like a few weeks? Or... Well, we usually have two. So we do bi-monthly shows. Okay. So there's two months between. So we do the even numbered months. Um, Ragdoll and Arcada does odd number months. So that works really well, right? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And so at least between the two of us, um, the other troops, I'm not really sure what their system is, but they have them kind of interspersed. But we do it the even months and Ragdoll does odd months. And so we have like two months between shows. Um, I'd say we really only start hitting rehearsal about five or six weeks out. Like... There it's very rare that like we have a show on Saturday and people wanna show up Tuesday and or Monday Wednesday or whatever. Yeah,
3: for our trip specifically, we kind of have some deadlines on like okay, you know, like we need to see your act that way for like our producer. Um, <laughs> most times yeah. Pointing to myself right now. I used to do it a lot with Ophelia and then she took a break and so um yeah, like I need to know to make some kind of flow for the show, right? Like, I'm not going to put two super high-energy acts next to each other yeah, and There's a do science three to it. slow ones, you know? So, like, you want to have this kind of, like, ebb and flow of acts. I also don't want to put, like, five people that are wearing blue, you mm-hmm. know, back-to-back. And so, like, I need to see, like, what the heck you have going on so mm-hmm. that I can kind of plan that out ahead of time. I don't think people um, realize that.
0: I didn't realize oh, that. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah you no. Know? You
3: rate them. Well, at least what I did when I produced, like,
1: the Hugh show is I looked at everybody's act and then read them like A B C based on like how high energy they are and like different actions. And then you use like A B C A B
3: C or A B C B A, you know, like She's so
0: like trying to build up and then Yeah, come right, down yeah and build like these, up.
3: you there's these build-ups um of like throughout the show. You don't want like the whole first part to be slow burns, like yeah. you want to put a little pep in there somewhere too. And so, yeah, just kind of keeping the variety and, like, the flow of the show is really important to know, like, what people are working on. If so... you have, like, two
1: ZZ Top acts in a show, which has happened, mm-hmm. like, you want to spread those out, you know, on opposite sides. And Yeah.
3: And th- sometimes it's kind of fun when, like, acts kind of blend into each other. They, or they do like, a lot work. of times. Yeah, They, like, work really well next to each other. And so that's nice to know ahead of times because, like, otherwise I would be like, oh, I'll just put these, you know, acts yeah. together, whatever um i have seen shows i went to a show in san francisco and it was pretty
1: obvious that i think they pulled in alphabetical order or something (laughs) and it makes which i mean you know they they also have shows like three times a week you know they've got a lot going on we have more planning time and stuff but i remember it kind of being like if you could move this act you know
0: planning it all out right
1: because there is you do try to get flows going in shows
3: you want to get like part of a big part of it is like what do you want the audience to feel like how mm-hmm. are you you know presenting to the audience and like how are they enjoying their experience
2: yeah
3: um and like that might be a big part of like creating an act for me is like what do i want to make the audience feel you know there's an act that i have where it's very like i'm gonna do myself on stage and you're gonna watch and you're gonna enjoy it you know I like, like
0: <laughs> I like how you said that. And bam.
3: <laughs> you know? And so, like, you don't want to, like, start off with that because mm-hmm. the audience That's isn't going to be ready for yeah. it. You know? like you don't Nobody's
0: wanna... wasted yet. Everyone's just sitting there like,
3: okay, let's yeah, it. Right, you yeah. You know, like, you have to have something that, like, is going to start the show, get people in the mood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? You don't want to bring out what a girl wants where she's pulling out 70 dildos on stage like Strong you know start. you know yeah like- i
1: threw 20 into the audience oh so nice you know the little bullet ones the little just bullets below. and i was nice enough to fill them with batteries beforehand thank oh. you i got
3: one uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Thank you, eBay. Um. You know, so
3: like there's that too. Like you have to take all these kind of things into consideration when you're making a show. And obviously we definitely have more time just with the structure of the show's spacing that we have in particular. But We usually have about 15, 16 acts. But yeah, I mean, per nut
0: when you do when, when, we, do when we do our shows,
3: it's like that whole two hours. We have a you know maybe thirty minute, fifteen minute intermission. It's supposed to be a fifteen depends. intermission. We
1: usually come back at twenty twenty
3: five. Yeah, cause you do this.
1: Yeah, there's still a line the at the How long's the bar line? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long's the bathroom line? Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, so. And we do audience participation games. We usually yeah, do two per show. Yeah, we usually do per audience show. participation, or sometimes we do, like, costume nights, you know, especially for our October show, where, like, we'll do different awards for different costume categories and stuff like that when there's a um, bachelorette
1: party we pull them up and do yeah a oh lap, that's cool audience participation
3: <laughs> games have been there's been a few that we found out we can't do again no.
0: <laughs> they just get too into it
3: well you one game where they you wear like a balloon on your back and then you hump yeah. it and pop it seems really fun right until you get a lot of people that may not know each other humping each other Ooh. and then Aggressively. it's just very oh. aggress- <laughs> we had someone get like knocked down on the floor yeah and we're like yeah. mm, there's no do this one yeah and it's like <laughs> Fuck, here we go again. Yeah, I think one of the ones that I really like is the tennis ball kiss one. Yeah. And we usually do that with couples and it's like they have to hold a tennis ball in between their lips. They basically kiss it, and then you have to like walk it down to the stage and put it in a vase. Oh, um, and so just stuff like that. Or like we've done the the toilet paper plunger one where you like use a toilet plunger and like stick it into a toilet paper that someone else is holding between their legs. You know, just yeah. really fun
1: to get them engaged. Just, yeah, just well, stuff. get them engaged, and a lot of times, um well to space things out and give people time like if you have a really prop and he- yeah okay. if you have a super prop heavy act or if somebody is doing like claire Fuxible does so many acts like her and lucy both um, I, I tend to do a well, lot of Well, you do, too. You, well, we just assume you can handle everything there. <laughs> um,
0: you don't count. We're you just don't gonna... count.
1: But, I mean, if somebody opened the show and then they're, like, the sixth act in again, or a lot of times people will have a solo act and then they'll have, like, a duet, mm-hmm. or there'll be a group act. You gotta, oh, a lot of times we open with a group act, mm-hmm. and then, you know, people have solo acts, so they gotta run back and change costumes and get all set up. Because sometimes, I mean, like, our makeup changes, our hair changes, like, there's a lot of
3: stuff. So audience participation games also, like, <laughs> That space. That a little
2: bit. <laughs> yeah
3: Yeah. do i need space here because nobody's gonna be ready yet yeah. yes let's do a game here or you know nah. we do like a 50 50 raffle yeah. kind of stuff like that and yeah those are really great spacers for like putting a show together and giving people time
0: by the performers a few minutes yeah,
3: yeah. totally 50 50 is
1: good for um when we switch to the theaters it's harder for people to give you tips Mm. And so, whereas at a bar they would just <laughs> come so, and throw there's it more at distance you, distance between
0: you and the audience. Totally,
1: yeah. and some people will walk up to the stage. You know, they'll be ballsy enough to like walk up and make it rain, which is always really cool. um or
3: they wrap dollars with quarters and throw it. That's not, not so gonna... great. What's don't cool. do What's that. Cool? Yeah, don't I've gotten hit that. in the face with one. Oh. I was like, uh, oh, maybe. I was like on the floor, and then just like a dollar hit me in the face, <laughs> and I was like. Thank you, but... But no! (laughs) Maybe
0: not in the middle of the act. Yeah. (gasps) Um,
3: Or like maybe when I'm standing and I can maybe see it coming. Or (laughs) Yeah. So we'll
1: do a 50-50 and then like the winner gets 50 and then we split the other parts, you know, for everybody so they get to get some more tips. And there's also, if you're the first, if you're the opening act, you won't get shit for tips. uh, People are not drunk enough.
0: (laughs) You gotta warm them up. Yeah, well, it seems like it is so intimate, right? I mean, you need the audience and you need to feel... Them and their energy, I would imagine. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, we've had some acts ex- or er, er, shows where the audience energy was off. I wasn't at that John Belaya show, but I've heard about it.
3: There, there were like seven people in Yeah, and they just weren't
1: into it, right? But, but we've also had times where it's like, I swear, you can feel the audience breathe. Like mm-hmm. you're just so in tune with them, and they're like clapping along with the music. And I mean, you get really
0: it's a high i yeah. would imagine like you're riding oh, off everyone. that oh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: oh totally yeah and it's it's pretty cool but it 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 can get fucked up too. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't want somebody to go up there and bomb and then you got to go after them and try to Uh, bring it back.
1: It's honestly worse to have somebody kill it. (laughs) Oh Oh,
0: yeah.
3: That's why I got voted last for boot camp Cause no, everyone was like, I want to go after you.
1: Oh no. And the gal after me, I, even though I screwed up and lost a pasty, the crowd loved it. And she was like, I was screwed. You know, like how do you follow that? You know, like a bare titty.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I can't beat that. I have two pasties. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, um, no, I think I mean cuz I feel like bombing is pretty subjective, right? Like I can't think of very many acts I've seen where it's like but we have such a rigorous perform like rehearsal too. Like I think
0: like you guys are on it when you go. Yeah, you I mean I've like definitely
3: this. seen I think in other areas the where... thing that I see for our troupe specifically is like costume malfunctions or Like, something happens and, like, the performer will get off stage and they're like, ugh, this happened, you know? Mm -hmm. And they're, like, frustrated, but the audience is like, woo! Yeah, (laughs) they're still having a good time. You know, like, they they don't care or know, but, like, a lot of the times you'll have performers either come off stage and they're like, (gasps) (gasps) you know, and they're all, like, giddy and stuff, and then there's sometimes you're like, oh, dang, like, that wasn't great, you know? So you kind of have both of those, but... Usually we're all backstage. NCRT is really nice because they have a video like feed that goes backstage, so we can watch each other. Oh, that's cool! It's really cool. Um, one at Eureka Theater, there's usually a bunch of us on the top balcony (laughs) (laughs) watching each other, (laughs) and then we're hyping each other up. Um, and so I mean, the number of times where I've seen people like putting clothes on while they're watching other people (laughs) perform on the top balcony is pretty great. Um, and then uh, in CRT if you're at a certain
1: part in the stage you could hear all your sisters screaming for you in the back and the audience in the front and it is really cool oh, man. it is a
3: cool vibe
1: for so sure. yeah And then also we can give each other feedback too, like oh that really worked. I guess the
3: other thing is music malfunctions. Oh, Oh, music malfunctions. Sometimes that's probably harder
0: to come back. That's
3: harder. I think that's probably the hardest thing is music malfunctions. Either like something cuts out. I've I've done a show where my music started and then completely cut out. Yeah. And I was like, do I keep going? do I stall for the DJ to like fix this? Which one was it that the audience sang along? That was at the Christmas show. Yeah. Where like it started. And And then then faded out. It just stopped. Was it the scrap show? Yeah. 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 And then I was like, well, I'll keep going. And then I was, I like looked over and they're like doing their thing. And I was like, I'm just going to stall. I'm going to go sit on some people's laps till well, it comes back. What <laughs> song was it? It's Blue Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, no, that was really cool.
1: We actually performed at the uh, brewery. At the brewery. Um... Of Lost no, Coast? No. Um, oh, man. They make that really rad milk stout. I can't think of it now. Booth. Booth, right? I Booth Brewing Company? So, I think so. The one that like they sell a lot in Korea. Um. Yeah, there's a local. Yeah, oh, well. yeah there's a local music. Well, last
0: time I was in Korea, I didn't try our local music. <laughs> <beers. laughs>
1: He didn't hit up the Humble Brews. Yeah. Um, I think, gosh, I feel really bad that I can't remember it right now because they were so cool. They were super rad. They were super, super rad. They drew a big,
3: giant penis on the stage. Yeah. And they (laughs) they
1: set up in their warehouse, like, where the equipment was, Brewery, not like a sit-down-eat one. Mm -hmm. It was, like, the warehouse. And they created this stage with chairs. It was a collaboration we did with Scrap Humble, which, unfortunately, doesn't exist anymore. But, um... It was a Christmas show we did. Yeah, because I emceed. My we, daughter was like two months old, yeah. and I emceed it. And the whole deal was the costumes were made out of um, recycled recycled, material. recycled materials. Oh, whoa. And so it was a Christmas show with that theme. And it was fun. It was really fun. But yeah, I think there were quite a few music malfunctions now yeah. that I remember.
3: Or like sometimes I think... Another one that I've done is when we did the Fringe Festival with Jamie Bondage and my music wouldn't come on. They kept oh, that playing was the night before song. my C-section. I wasn't there. <laughs> they kept playing the song before mine and I would like turn around and I'd be like, this isn't my song. <laughs> and then they'd try again. And then they try again and oh, well, oh, no. this still isn't my song. <laughs> oh, I know. So what? I just stood there on stage and waited until they oh. figured out like how to get to my song, which they eventually did. But I was like, "There's no way that I'm gonna perform to someone else's song that just went on and yeah. like try and make it work." Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I was just like, up on stage, like,
0: "We're just gonna wait. <laughs> we're <just> gonna <laughs>
3: wait until you get this figured out. Like, yeah. I don't know what else to do here." <laughs> I remember Ophelia telling us that she,
1: it was an out of town. I think it was when they were over in Chico. And she had told them, and see, that's hard when you perform in other people's shows, right? Like, Mm. we do a lot of work to make sure we get, like, you have to send the exact version of the song that you want is how we do it. But she had sent in, oh, I want to do this song. And they did a different cover of it, which uh. was like, the tempo is completely different. Um, And so then she's like stuck performing to this version of the song. And it's like, well, there goes all your choreography. Yeah, you everything know? you rehearsed
0: is just out the window. Oh,
1: totally. That Excel spreadsheet i <laughs> up in flames Minute- right now. isn't happening anymore. Can you imagine if I told somebody <laughs> that I was performing Gaston to You're So Vain? and they played the original instead oh, of the Marilyn Manson cover.
0: That could get a little that could get a little rough.
1: <laughs> oh, good heavens. Yeah, ripping the chest the the chest full of hair off would be much sm- like slower. <laughs>
0: slow burn so you guys you, do you guys like tour with this then if you're going to like chico and stuff or is that just like you reach they out used to, these to a lot okay. yeah.
1: vava did a lot in the beginning years because it was hard to find venues around here mm-hmm. but i think really especially since we've established rika theater and ncrt is kind of like our home places you got your spots now we got our spots because they used to have to i think the palm was the first one we really had regularly because it used to be they just have to rustle up a bar or something for the show um yeah i mean there's not as much as that ragdoll was at humbrews they were at humbrews for all their Mm -hmm. events so i feel like in general there's just a lot less
3: traveling that goes on i think as a a troop i Mm. think as individuals people will go out and perform like down in san francisco Mm -hmm. i went and performed at a festival in arizona you were gonna go to Um, utah when the pandemic i was gonna go to utah in march last year i got accepted to the utah burlesque festival um and then pandemic hit and they're like we're not doing the festival you know they they waited a long time i know it was like literally like the week of the show they're like we're not doing this i remember you texting and being like do i cancel my tickets like what do i do i was just like i'm not even doing this but um yeah it was uh it was a mess (laughs) it's so hard because i think at first like a lot of people were like well what is going on yeah i don't think anybody really had an idea
1: oh no um, we're like it, it hit it took us a while to cancel our april show mm-hmm. our show at the end of april because we were like oh well children please for a week or two we didn't know that almost a year later we still wouldn't Same
2: have performed spot. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah so so yeah individuals will like travel and go and perform at festivals or other other venues i've gone down and performed with um the sin sisters down in santa cruz and stuff like that and we so. try to bring
1: people up here we'll have people from mm-hmm. sin sisters we've
3: had um a couple people yeah, Angeles, the bay
1: area yeah mostly. we'll do that especially at our anniversary shows or bigger shows mm-hmm. um because we have more ticket sales to afford <laughs> somebody because they cost a bit to bring them up here you know you gotta pay their travel expenses and performance fees um so it can it can get a little pricey. So for our bigger shows, we've brought some people from out of the area. Mm-hmm.
0: Does anybody do this full time? Can oh, you do yes. this full time? Oh okay. Yeah, oh man, there's a lot there of are some people
1: that do yeah it. that do it for a living. Oh wow. Well. Yeah, that's actually it's interesting um when you take classes and stuff from other people realizing that some people don't do this as a hobby. This is what they like we just took a costume class. From a gal from one of the sin sisters in Santa Cruz, and she was talking about um you know cost evaluation and figuring out, okay, if I've put a hundred dollars into this costume, how many times do I have to perform before that costume pays itself off and I was like
0: hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you can pay off your costume? You can pay off your costume
1: <laughs> ever, um, because we just, you know, when you're performing once every two months. But see, they have so many opportunities. You know, mm-hmm. they can hit up Oakland and San Francisco and Santa Cruz and Berkeley people on the East
3: Coast. Oh yeah, you, you just you're a performer and you just go around all the different venues and yeah, show. there are people who do this
1: for a living. Absolutely, oh, well. who have been fucked in the pandemic, right? <laughs> because a lot of times yeah. you're self-employed. You know, and... if that's
0: your only source of income, that's yeah. that shot. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's a
3: gig job you know mm-hmm. and um yeah there are definitely people who do this for a living the amount of burlesquers that i have seen promote their OnlyFans fans in the past year <laughs> yeah man those I costumes mean... would be so good for it i know when i was webcamming i like my
1: like webcamming career like kind of overlapped my burlesquing career for a little minute i once got paid some serious bucks to the stones off my tits <laughs> But yeah, the costume, the burlesque costumes. See, again, look at
3: his face right now. Not no, no,
1: I, no.
0: actually so believe it or not. We was this I was thing
1: before OnlyFans.
0: What is a webcam again? It's not just built into your computer. What are we talking about here?
1: Right?
3: No, we've right. talked
0: about OnlyFans. That's come up on the podcast. A, we've, yeah, yeah, we've. Yeah. it's crazy how big that is. I gotten. think
3: it was oh, more the licking rhinestones. on Yeah, your soft that, comment. Uh, yeah, I
0: wasn't were expecting little... that. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <You know, laughs> Learn something new. Crazy, every day. Um,
1: but no, I can see like the burlesque costumes really playing in well with that kind of format. Actually, that mm-hmm. uh, would be pretty good with a quick release.
2: Mm.
3: But wow, think <laughs> of like buckle <laughs> straps on your backpack; those get used in costumes a yeah. lot. Or like what I like smaller versions, mm-hmm. but then you just like. Bam! Yeah, it's all
1: or about off. the quick
0: release. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: or like ever since since I had my baby and then nursing
3: bras. Now I'm like I'm gonna use nursing bras for <laughs> all of my acts because they are just. Poof, I saw just quick release. <laughs> I saw a performer who was also a sword swallower. Um, so her corset mm. was laced with the sword, yeah. and so like. Am I close enough to this thing to to describe what's happening? So like her corset uh, was honey, put keep, together. Keep just keep get a little
0: <laughs> If you scoot it up a little then- bit. <laughs>
3: my hair out of the way. <laughs> so she pulls the sword and the corset comes Un- off and then oh. she does her sword oh, wow. swallowing bit. That oh, was wow. phenomenal. So you know you see stuff like that and it's just like all these different ways of getting out of your clothes. It's not just you know pulling your shirt off over yeah. your head. It's you know how many different ways could you possibly get this piece of clothing off of you in a very way. Apparently a lot. Way.
1: Oh yeah. Well that's I why I
3: teach a- in costuming class. I'm like don't don't ever
1: take your pants off don't ever unless it's for comedic like emphasis <laughs> j- don't unbutton your pants and then like <laughs> <laughs> don't do it do snap tape rip them off it looks so cool and it's yeah, so much easier I have
3: a skirt that like I put the zipper in upside down so oh, that I have to look. bend over and pull like unzip Oh, oh it's like so good. upside down you know because yeah. normally you just zip yeah. your skirt down mm-hmm. so I do a thing where I like reach through my legs and bend over and oh. unzip the skirt and it's just like it's not anything super spectacular that but is, pe- <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not anything like super like mind blowing, but people yeah. think it's spectacular. I guess yeah. that's the way I should wear You know, uh, yeah. like when you bend over and like slowly unzip and like you're, you're in a direction is, they don't expect it Yeah. Anymore. You know, like so.
0: what it's zippers stuff go like, that
1: way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know,
3: so it's stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. fun little like quirky things that you can, I keep hitting. I swear so I get, yeah, right. I get
1: more <laughs> reaction out of like a lift a skirt up and show the ankle. Like in the beginning, like when, you start doing that tease like people lose their minds and then later you're like here's my titties and then you know
0: yeah, yeah go back to the angle it's the same <laughs> <laughs> wow it's crazy to hear about like how much detail actually goes into the costumes and like how oh you could take it off this way but oh. you could also take it off that way
1: yeah well and that's a lot of what our collaborations go you know when we're in rehearsal because we'll be like okay so then i'm doing this and then i want this top to come off and I was thinking about this and someone will be like, Well what if you do? Like my graduation act, I actually most people don't expect it. My sleeves come undone. So I rip my sleeves off as like a as like a reveal. And most people are like, what the fuck? I never thought about taking your sleeves off, you know? And then people get all excited about that. And it's like just trying to figure out how to make things like new and unusual and that's one thing that I don't think people realize like when they watch a burlesque act I don't think most people realize like how much
3: goes into it how much thought how many times like or the ways you have to alter it when you think it's gonna work some way uh, and then you get to rehearsal and it doesn't (laughs) you get to rehearsal and
1: all of a sudden you have these epaulets with like four feet fringe you're like I can't crawl without crawling on this fringe what do I do like oh well, I guess I'm not doing floor work anymore I
3: think the act that I did at February I like had a costume piece. I didn't realize my boobs were gonna come out of it quite as many times as it did <laughs> before she expected um, them to, before uh, she wanted yeah, them to. Yeah. Be- yeah. before I wanted the boobs to come out, yeah. like they were just like, Hey, here
1: I am. <laughs> and ready. I'm, like,
3: I'm like, Wait a minute,
1: jeez, <laughs> down puppy. <laughs> um,
3: and then like I tried to like alter it so that they wouldn't come out as much, and they were still like, Nope, coming out. I don't care. And so yeah. there was a lot of, like, on stage going, just kidding, I'm going to put this back. We're
0: not ready yet. Because you can do that,
3: too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, something to play off, too, is if something mm-hmm. comes out before it needs to, you're like, mm, no. Just kidding. Psych. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I meant to do that. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, I'm going to take this off. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. No, like, oh, no, I'm not taking it off. Yeah. Yet.
0: You said graduation performance. Is that like from boot camp?
3: Yeah, it's the audition. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The so usually we have a show just with our boot camp performers mm-hmm. and they perform group act and a solo. Okay. And so their group act is just for fun funsies kind of a thing and then their solo act is like their audition piece um, if they want to get into the troupe and then our regular shows are just our regular shows with acts for whatever and I feel like a lot of times
1: somebody's like graduation act is sort of like the performance piece they like kind of become known for
3: Mm -hmm. although I feel like well, the act that I did it at the Arizona Festival was my graduation, graduation act. Piece? It was the first act I'd ever done. I think mine is more
1: the second act I did. That was Legs. That's an easy top one. Yeah. I feel like is more what people think I think, think you've of. done
3: it more. Yeah. I than... haven't done my
1: graduation act in a long time.
3: Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm.
0: And it's probably cool seeing people transform from that, from their first yeah. act to mm-hmm. their most recent and seeing yeah. the progression. Well, I really
3: like that. Yeah. I mean, like, your costume changes or, like, mm-hmm. it gets updated. I mean, people who do it full time, like, they have signature acts and they'll travel around and they just do, you know, maybe five acts and they'll just do it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I
1: think I've seen, like, three different recordings of Frankie Fictitious' um, Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, yeah. my God, dude.
3: Look that up. Write that down. Yeah, you it? should be taking notes. You should know, be taking. I'm going to be listening <laughs> back. to this like, real like, like, okay. Go I got to Google <laughs> that. to like, I'm just going to just get lost in like three days of burlesque oh, videos Oh, man. Now.
1: Frankie Fictitious. I know I talk about her a lot, but she's like my costume porn, basically. She has this Welcome to the Jungle Log, and she created this lion costume. And the lion head, what did she say? She used like 50 different hair know. extensions to yeah, like make the mane. Oh, And then rhinestone did oh, wow. and then she does to get out of she's in a jumpsuit to get out of it I've never fucking figured it out (laughs) I have watched this so many times and I'm the costume person I've been sewing since I was 10 years old and I cannot it's like bungee cords it's like a pull and she just walks out of her jumpsuit like she just walks and pulls and just walks
3: completely out of it it just drops it's like the most amazing thing it blows
1: my mind and I've never been able Janae and I have both sat there and I'm like well, what if you did and it's honestly it's probably something so easy but like i think I it's can't. similar
3: to like the sword in the corset where it's something that's laced <sighs> like and together you and you pull, pull that string it, yeah. kind of an mm-hmm. idea but the the seamlessness that it happens in is okay. just
1: like she's just walking and she just walks out of this jump oh Mwah.
0: yeah that's another thing right you have to make it look natural you can't be up on stage and like Fumbling around trying to get out of your clothes.
3: Again, I guess it's it's not unless you're doing it for a comedy yeah, thing. Yeah. you're right? not gonna struggle out of your pants like you do in your bedroom at home. Yeah, you yeah. know? that would or be the like only thing before close you're to- getting. You know, ready to watch movie like binge watch movies with pizza. And yeah, like, you're like let to- me open this up a <laughs> little bit. <laughs> like, bam. Which you can totally play off of um, the Thanksgiving sweatpants. Yeah, but like generally, if you're doing something that's not a comedy thing, you don't want it to look like you're like I can't
2: get out of this. Yeah,
3: you. I think that's
1: the closest to bombing I've seen. Is people who clearly just haven't. And and that can happen, right? You get crunched for time, and you come up with this idea of how you're going to get out of this outfit, and you think it's going to work, and then you don't practice it enough. And, mm-hmm. like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've scrapped stuff in my living room just being like, well, that's not going to work, you know, because it just ends up fumbling or something. And so um, I think that earlier when I was saying you can't really bomb – you
3: can if you just don't – if it's not Prepare that seamless it. look. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's part of practicing too. Like you don't want to create a whole costume and then make an act with it if it's not going to be functional. Like Mm -hmm. if it's going to take you two minutes to get out of your corset, you probably don't want to have a lot of other pieces in that. And, like, just make your corset your whole thing. And, like, that's cool. I've seen people do it, and it's awesome. Um, but, like, don't have 70 layers on top of that corset, if, yeah. you know? So, yeah. like, you kind of have to run through things and be like, oh, well, this costume piece isn't really working. Or I can't get out of it the way I thought it, I was going to. Or I have 10 seconds to get out of this, and it's taking me, you know? Like, <laughs> if you don't practice and all of a sudden you're, like, up there for a minute still trying to get out of your skirt,
0: Yeah. you know,
3: people uh... might notice, I, I build oh shit mechanisms and minds like if
1: Quick i have release, a,
2: just
3: well honestly
1: like if i have a skirt that i like unzip out of i make sure it's one i can also just pull down if i need to mm-hmm. you know like the skin tight stuff that like there's only one way out like don't do no, it thanks. don't do it yeah I, it looks great but.
0: do you have to like in boot camp are you trying to like coach people with confidence too because where it is yes. so intimate and you're showing your body i'd imagine that for some people that's got to be hard like yeah, even I if mean, you want to like, do oh, yeah. it right the first
3: week we work on like our movement stuff and it's literally like I will spend half the class just walking in heels back and forth yes. you know so oh, you like... don't want a baby giraffe oh god <laughs> Oh, you're have...
0: stumbling around
3: oh i have yeah, seen it... people
1: who just automatically assume that burlesque means they've got to wear six inch heels and you're like, baby girl, no. (laughs) Like, just wear... Get some flats. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some really sexy performances in flats or like um, I I have a pair of shoes that are like a block heel Mm. that I actually paint black so that on stage they look like stilettos oh,
3: and then you have that trick. extra stability
1: Keepers. but it looks you know but from the side it looks like a stiletto mm-hmm. heel um and and yeah so stuff like that you just like yeah uh, i
3: mean so yeah we totally we talk about like what are the things that make you feel sexy like mm-hmm. are you a funny sexy person i um, am not a smolder i cannot she smolder. makes me laugh like every time it's hysterical i have and jezza I love face
1: it. So you're supposed to, one of the things we go over in boot camp is
3: give face. You know, like you want to look at the audience. You don't want to dance wanna... all pretty like this. Mm-hmm. Right, for our non-visual, you know, face. like you don't want a blank face or you don't want to like sit up there the whole time, like scary smile. Or if you're staring okay, at somebody so making eye like, like my default though, they call it the Jezza face. Cause my default is <laughs> <laughs> just this, are we having fun? I would
0: recommend everybody go watch the video. <laughs> You're going to want to see some of these faces. I
3: mean, she uses that face sometimes other places than the stage. Uh, but You like it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's, there's every aspect that you could mm-hmm. think of. Like, what are the things that you find sexy about yourself? Like, do you not want to like show your stomach great we can make costumes that cover that up I cover that a lot nobody needs to know in costumes do you want to keep a corset on for your whole act keep it on like you don't have to take it off oh yeah all about making them feel comfortable yeah Yeah, we've had people do graduation and they still have like a whole teddy on afterwards yeah you don't have to get down to pasties it's not a requirement Mm -hmm. I mean a lot of people just get to the point where like shoot I'm gonna show my whole dang boob to everyone like why not
1: (laughs) it's one of those things that I feel like <laughs> the people who are like no no no, i'm not gonna do this and they might not even for graduate. i think lucy did i think i don't think she did for graduation yeah she
3: didn't take her little negligee off and then
1: now she's like bam you know
3: <laughs>
2: so,
1: yeah and that's one thing i do cover a lot in costume class is it? i mean not to body sharing but i'm just like hi do you personally like do you have Im- like body image issues around like do you feel like your butt is flat like it probably isn't your butt is probably fucking awesome but if you want to feel better then here let's pull your thigh highs up right underneath you know like Mm -hmm. tricks and tips and you know do you feel do you not like how wide your butt is okay well then we're gonna do some fringe designs so that your eye gets drawn other
3: places um you yeah know. there's a lot of like ways to kind Less of conceal smoke and or like make things look better if that's what you want to do or like draw your and, eye a certain yeah point. Totally. or, oh, or you could just like let it all out and be like f it like mm-hmm. this is what it is i have uh my my Route 66 act i have um pasties and like the smallest thong i've ever worn on stage and it's all flesh toned mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh man to me and like it just looks like i've got rhinestones like yeah. in the appropriate places but it's like the most naked that i get like the idea is that my car breaks down and i'm trying to hitchhike <laughs> and so i have to keep taking things off for someone to pull <laughs> oh. over for me it's cute. it's really cute. i think that's as close as like comedy as i probably yeah. have gotten <laughs> um and then eventually someone comes out and like picks me up at the very end where i'm like completely naked and i've tossed everything out And I like go to like grab all of my stuff, and I'm like, shoot, forget it. I'm just going like this, you know? Oh, that's cool. (laughs) You know? So there's, you know, totally stuff like that. or, I mean, there's also uh, the act that I was going to take to Utah. I have this gorgeous corset, and I'm like, I don't want to take this off. I put a lot Is that of ti- your blue one? My blue oh, one. Yeah. I was like, I put a lot of time and effort into this stupid thing. I'm going to wear it the whole time. <laughs>
1: well, also, sometimes you get pieces like, I was almost okay with my pearl corset not quite hitting the ground yet because shit flies off. Like, you damage those. You'll actually – we saw um, when we had um, Poison Ivory come up and perform – She had this robe that was very expensive, and she actually had a person she. Took it off and then handed it to somebody off stage. Yeah. Mm. So she there's also, like, I'm that not throwing this on, I'm the not the throwing floor. It on the stage,
3: you know? <laughs> you get my
0: money back on this thing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's all kinds of options, like just yeah. to make whatever you feel sexy in, like that's what you're going to do. And, like, that's what I'm going to encourage in, like, when I'm doing our boot camp classes or it, you just in our rehearsal with, like, the true oh, people. Oh, yeah. You know, We're I'm so like. We're so brutal with
1: each other. we will be like, I don't know. I don't like this because my tummy's
3: and They'll be like, shut the Fuck up your hot. <laughs> like, sometimes or, they're a little or brutal. I, come, <laughs> I come in my daily underwear, which sometimes I'm like high waist granny panties, and they're like, What are you wearing? And I'm like, This is comfort, okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God.
1: this
3: is comfortable before i put all this other stuff on
1: okay just oh,
0: give me just... my five minutes oh
1: no <laughs> i've shown up to rehearsal and like wasn't wearing underwear underneath my leggings and i'm like oh well shit i forgot my show panties so we're gonna put this on over my leggings <laughs> we have fun but yeah i mean body confidence is a huge part of it and I don't think that there's anyone in the troop that doesn't struggle with some body image. I mean, honestly, I think more of us than not have had, you know, like I joked about it, but I really did have an eating disorder issue for a long time. Oh, well, me too. Um,
3: yeah, you know, I mean, there. I don't think that's
0: pretty common. With I. I... I feel I, like in all those performative fields I feel like burlesque like, Okay, and drag so and they
3: always say like comics come from a really dark place, mm-hmm. and I think I feel like burlesque, burlesque is not too. that different. You yeah, know? Like, we all have like you demons all have in the closet. something that's yeah, going on, and
1: I feel like burlesque is really. This is just sounds so like kumbaya, but like burlesque is really healing in that way. Like I've come from a place where. You know, I wasn't accepted in my life unless I did fit this exact mold. You know, like, I was told I was pretty because I had a little waist and big tits. Well, what does that do to your brain when all of a sudden you gain 40 pounds, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when people start dropping away who, like, aren't real friends, they're just there because you're, like, the trophy girl, like I was. Like, that was my job title, you know? And um, burlesque really allows you to take control of your body and to display it in a way and to really kind of revel in what it can do you know like holy shit i can put on feathers and rhinestones and just rock your fucking world you know and it's really empowering and intense i mean there are definitely times that it fucking sucks like i'm feeling like a chubby bunny and i got a show in four days you know (laughs)
3: like yeah but but i mean the times that you look out into the audience and like you're you're doing your thing, and like everyone in the audience is like, "Yes, I'm yeah. here for this." Oh yeah, you know, like there is not anyone out there that is like, "This is not good enough for me." Mm-hmm. You know, like there's if they never do, they that... don't come back. You know, yeah. like we don't get, they don't, you don't come to the show, and we have a pretty good size of group i feel like of, of people regulars? that yeah. just regularly come to like almost every single show oh that's and cool so, oh, yeah. and and funn- funnily funnily i don't know how to say <laughs> that you can word. make up I'm words just... <laughs> this is the
1: podcast all words are made up funnily.
3: <laughs> funnily i'm just gonna go with it enough funnily enough um, <laughs> a majority of burlesque audiences i know for us and in most places, are women based. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, a big portion of the audience are gonna be women, and a lot of the men are just getting tagged along <laughs> or for, like, come with me to this thing. You know, we don't have, it's, I guess that's a big difference between like going to a strip club necessarily. Uh-huh. You don't have those like big groups of guys that are just like, I'm gonna use some naked girls. <laughs> that burlesque. was what a, my mother hates that I do burlesque, absolutely fucking hates it and um she... my mom did too when i first
1: started until she saw you and then she, it, came, to yeah, she came to a show <laughs> yeah well my mom's deeply religious and so for her like your body is shame right and that was
0: <laughs> you cannot love your body you Come cannot on.
1: love your body it is filthy and gross nobody and... can look you upon gotta keep it. it in the
0: closet yeah. only bust it out when it's dark filthy in the room yeah.
1: she's this close from sacred underwear man oh like, man she's this close um the chastity belt. oh if she could have she would have and so um that w- that's one of the arguments is like, well, why are you putting yourself on the stage so men just have dirty images of you in their mind? You know what they're doing when they get home. And I told her, I was like, ma, I so Most guys, women going <laughs> home and doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, what I told her is I was like, ma, a guy could jerk off to me for seeing me in the grocery store too. Like, yeah. <laughs> which she did not like. But like, that's the reality, you know, is mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, I'm not there for For, I guess, the male gaze, if we want to get into that, like, that's not what burlesque is about. And I think that's really empowering for people when they realize that, like, you're not performing specifically to meet some sort of expectation, right? Some sort of like sexual like it is a very sexual thing that you're doing sometimes, especially when she's like, yeah, on, like <laughs> fucking herself on stage, basically. It's a great act. You got to see it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those really cool moments where just because something is a sexual act doesn't make it inherently sexual, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. And you're kind of sharing that with the audience. And it's whatever they take from it is what they take from it. But I don't, I don't know. I feel like with burlesque, y- the expectation like your performance is not based on what they get out of it right it's more of a symbiotic relationship instead of yeah i I feel like you you take into
3: consideration like what the audience is feeling and like what you're portraying for them but at the same time it's a lot of it is just like i'm gonna make this art and i'm gonna put it out there and like that's really nice to just be able to do Mm yeah yeah yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, it's one of those weird things, right? Where like if you ask somebody if they have a problem with it, they'd say no. And then if you're like, "Would well, you want your kid to do that?" They'd be like, "No." Right?
1: No. Right? Yeah. No. I, oh, you know, my husband and I have had that conversation because we have a daughter, mm-hmm. and I've been, and he's at one point he was like, "Well, are you going to stop doing burlesque like, when you're pregnant?" I was like, "No." He's like, "Oh, okay." And he's okay. Well, is like she gonna know that you do burlesque? And I'm like, "Yeah," especially since like her aunts are people in the troop, you know. Um, She's
0: gonna to find out about it,
1: right? And it's just one of those conversations where it's like, okay, like we have the kind of relationship where I can be like, I see that makes you uncomfortable. Can you analyze why that makes you uncomfortable? And he's just like, I don't
3: know. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like it's one I, of those
3: weird things, yeah. right? Yeah. Like- and he has to stop and think. Be I think like, it's hard to, like, sexualize your children, I think, is I think, a big part of yeah, it. I, I could think come but from that right for sure. there is, like, that right there is the fallacy, is that
1: you're assuming that burlesque is in and of itself sexual, mm-hmm. right? Just because you're removing clothes, whereas, like... Not everybody so masturbates on stage, you know. It's like it kind of. Not runs-
0: everybody's deep throating across.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, not everyone, yeah. but it's uh, you it, it it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're to run if into. If they're not it.
0: doing it, they probably want to.
1: Uh, yeah, so. yeah. Well, and and yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, I remember my my stepdad, who's gone now, um, just had a very like old boomer dude moment, right, where he was like. Well, you know, Nicole, I was watching on the TV and there was a documentary about this oh, burlesque man. thing. And you know, some of the mo- I'd never fucking heard this term before. Some of the most milk toast gals you've ever seen just I mean, they were just beautiful. And I'm like, Yeah, Papa, I'm not just popping up on stage and ripping my clothes off and like dum bum, you know.
0: Oh my he said milk toast, oh my god.
1: I'm to Write like, that one I'm down. like look that, that yeah. one up. That's like the most
0: boomer thing you could say, uh, I feel like, it's milk toast.
1: <laughs> milk toast. And I, you know, but for him, it was really, I don't, I actually don't know what documentary he watched, but it was actually seeing the time, the effort, the energy that goes into it and realizing that it's not. Don't just watch
3: Burlesque by, with Christina Aguilar. Oh, God. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> that, don't. I think that's the thing that I get a lot. They're like. I know, I watched the or movie less or *Showgirls*, or I know about Dita Von Teese, and I'm like, cool. Oh, That's not gonna Dita's get too problematic far. as fuck.
1: Don't look into her. So if you're looking up real, burle- oh Dita, you don't
0: Dita Von Teese. Uh
3: Write it
1: down. Yeah. We'll look at it. We're gonna later. come back. <laughs> talk about cultural appropriation um
0: she's done a few things
1: she has a Orient express act specifically that like Like
3: an opium den
1: that like an opium den act and she's very white and it's very problematic and she's been told it's problematic and she refuses to stop doing it well she's she's very um mainstream she performs at like vegas venues and stuff she's like a like people who have never been to a real burlesque show have been to Dita Von T- I went mm. to one in Tahoe. Do you remember that? I remember you saying something. Oh my like god. That, yeah. So I my husband and I go his uncle got married in a casino in Tahoe is like a whole thing. And so we're like in Tahoe trying to figure out what to do before this random wedding in a like twenty minute chapel. Um and I saw the burlesque sign and I'm like, oh my God, there's like burlesque. How cool. Not. no it was chicks and just their chonies like dancing and there was no there was no art there was no stripping there was mm-hmm. no like it was just it was all 115 pound five foot seven blondes with c-cut breasts doing the exact same motions which i get you know not to talk shit on any of them like they were all beautiful and stunning and athletes and amazing but like to me that's not what burlesque is right you know like they had a professional choreographer and there weren't it, it, the music It's all more float like the Rocket kind of performance. Totally. Yes. You know, that's a great where com- It's yeah.
3: just, it's very structured. They're all kind of doing the same thing. They're mm-hmm. all, you know. Yeah. I feel like the Rockets might have a little bit more diversity sometimes. Yes. <laughs> but-, <laughs>
1: yeah. but
3: I remember being so
1: excited for this, like, oh, you know, a burlesque show in Tahoe. That's got to be cool. And then being like, wah, wah, wah. like, not really. So there's definitely like homegrown versus mainstream too. Mm so
0: i keep going back to that sexual aspect and i wonder if that's do you guys create that distinction between like what you do and like strippers then like would you be okay with your daughter to
1: not i try to not make a distinction honestly between strippers and burlesque because Mm -hmm. i feel like um that implies a superiority that doesn't exist there Mm -hmm. i actually have much 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 more respect this is gonna sound shitty i have more respect for exotic dancers than necessary because that's like their. excuse me every single day you gotta smell them you've got you know like god ah I just I did amateur night twice and I just never could do it again you Mm -hmm. know like I just have so much respect for people who work in the strip clubs and burlesque is such a sanitized version of that and I Mm -hmm. don't think that that's necessarily a good thing I think that that leads to a lot of um yeah kind of like Mixed super, feelings about superiority it. complexes and like we're all taking our clothes off honey you know yeah. like i just i don't think i remember um when i first started um chupacabra um making a big deal about not wanting my husband to come to shows and like my husband's a shy dude like he's not being an asshole in the crowd unless he's sitting with props then they get a little
3: <laughs> ro- rowdy but um oh, the number of times i've seen them talk on videos no right um but uh she
1: was very like no you have to seem single and available you know it was we a don't... whole facade it was this we whole do. facade we create
3: a, a character like my persona on stage is not the person that's going to the grocery store. No, you know? Same. Like But she was very, she had, it felt like a very strange, and I'm sure there are people who do this, and maybe
1: it's not weird, but the way she was presenting it to me was this whole, no, the audience has to see you as sexually available, even when you're not on duty, right? Even when you're not on stage. If you go to the bar after, I remember her saying, if you're at the bar afterwards, you don't need to be hanging on your husband. And I was like, I'm not advertising that though, mm-hmm. you know. That was like a, and I think that was more her hangups. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully, I mean, Lila's had partners on stage with her, like mm-hmm. dancing and stuff. Like, you've done really great duets with like partners that you've had, and so I think for some people that's an aspect of it, you know, like you have to advertise yourself as sexually
3: available. And I don't think, I don't think that's really the culture of Vava.
1: Yeah, I mean,
3: I and I think that's like individual, like if that's the persona that you're going to portray on stage, if that's what you want to do for yourself, that's that's what you want to do, like totally fine. You know, we all have I feel like a lot of us end up just kind of being like a mesh of something between like this extra super glamorous person and like our eating pizza on the couch person, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like there's something that that like (laughs) comes together um I think it was her dictating that for others that
1: gave me just this queasy feeling. Right? Yeah, mm. I
3: think to say like you have to that's create, where it gets weird image, so you have it's to it's like do this. it's not necessarily like what you want to tell people it's like if that's what you want to go for and that's like you know your thing like I am so overtly flirty on stage like than I ever would be in real life like mm-hmm. I would never talk or interact with people at a bar the same way that I do on stage <laughs> yeah uh. you know like I'm not making out with bachelorette parties on a <laughs> daily basis <laughs>
0: a nice restaurant we
3: don't (laughs) we
1: don't make out in our daily lives but we have on stage and i don't you know it's like normal kind of a thing but
3: lila she'll she'll make out with bachelorette parties every show if (laughs) I need to you know (laughs) um yeah so it's just and so there is some like difference that you want to play with and like you know sometimes it's safe to create someone else to be on stage—that alternate it is, persona. Yeah,
0: well,
1: I also, you know, that's a good point because I'm thinking about it, and I feel like a theme that comes up regularly in our boot camp. Are women who are getting out of long term relationships who maybe didn't get the opportunity to sexually express themselves for years because like they married their high school uh, partners and never came, you know, or kind of a vanilla. thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, and here they are like two kids later
3: or something. Like, and I'm they're like, pull out a damn dominatrix act. And like, right? you know, yeah. I get a lot of that. I we feel do like a yes. lot of just like, <laughs> I'm gonna just beat your butt on stage. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> You're like, girl, you're working through some shit, and I approve, yeah. you know? Um, I feel like, you know, that creating a safe space for the sexual expression that you can also leave on the stage and mm-hmm. go back to your regular, you know, Clark Kent life is definitely an aspect of it. You know, having these personas that we can act stuff out on stage that we wouldn't at the grocery store. Um I mean, yeah, unless it's Winco at four in the morning. Yeah, or Walmart. You know, then it's just it's
0: friggin' come seen on.
3: Some things. <laughs> You're just blending in in, yeah, that boy. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first moved up here, and like I come from a very small town. You you drive a half hour to the to the store and oh, that kind man. of a thing. And so like Eureka for me, I'm like this is big city <laughs> Uh, you guys got mall that's not an hour away. You got a 24-hour grocery store. I was like, I went in for chocolate-covered pretzels one time. This guy was eyeing me down the down the aisle, and I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in here for my fatty, like chocolate-covered thought pretzels. You were a
1: dragon, And it, at...
3: Like, no, he literally I, like, balls. I looked over at him and like kind of gave like an acknowledged smile and like kept scooping my pretzels, and then he just came over, he's like, I just needed to tell you that you are the most beautiful person and oh. humble I have ever come across. And I was like, with Help. my pretzels. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, man. Thank
3: you. Never coming into Winco at two in the morning for chocolate covered pretzels again. <laughs> oh, and see, I'm
1: from Winko. Oh. So we're like, you know, born and you raised. You're yeah. like, fuck it, Winco. Oh, that was your yeah. first mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know any better. I learned uh, real quick. Rookie. Oh, man. rookie. Yeah, exactly. Rookie move. For sure, oh God. oh,
3: God, Winco is the big city. I love it. I would never been to a twenty four hour grocery store before. Remember, what? She doesn't the world cuss out either, there. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> She wow. just got picked up from the fifties and popped down.
3: But um,
0: do you notice that having like like an effect on relationships? doing burlesque does that bleed over i think
3: it does in the aspect that you're putting a lot of time and energy into Mm. something Mm -hmm. you know just like any hobby like if that time and attention kind of takes away from the time and attention you're putting into a relationship that can get really hard my husband struggles with the mess oh really (laughs) he
1: really has a hard time because he's like when you're waking up with
3: rhinestones in your underwear like a rhinestone on your butt yeah (laughs) he's
1: gotten rhinestones on his butt a couple times it's- and he's like w- why is the dining room d- why can't I sit at the table and I'm like well because that
3: is act number one and this <laughs> oh, man. so there's some, I, I think for the majority in our troop there mm-hmm. hasn't been any issues where like there's any kind of like jealousy necessarily of oh. like I don't want to see you on stage in front of all these other Uh-oh. people I, I think I feel we like did there's early been a couple on. well but, there
1: were because remember that was a big thing that they would ask us when we joined the troupe yeah they asked, like, is there in gonna our contract
3: be a... like is your partner going to mm-hmm. have an issue with you performing on stage because they had had problems like, yeah. yeah I don't think since we've been a part of it it's been as bad as no. that I know the first like for graduation my husband had to get like really
1: drunk <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was his first time seeing it?
1: Well, and like a lot of his friends went and stuff, and he
3: was just like, fuck, oh, you know? But like, I, I think when you're from Humboldt and you know everyone. <laughs> no, like, like My <laughs>
0: grandma was there too.
1: No, dude, my history teacher from high school Oh was my there. God. Like, I, that's just a, a, just a walk-in because we oh, had it at the man. Waves Lounge in Blue Lake, and I was like, what's up, Mr. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, Remember
0: that F you gave me? Yeah, yeah. watch this.
1: <laughs> or shit, is this why I got an A? Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> Right. <laughs>
1: um. I I think it, in general, I think, well, I think that burlesque people tend to be sort of open.
3: And so <laughs> yeah, we're the really kind, really of
0: right. kind of people. you date somebody that's going to be. Yeah. I feel
3: like we have a whole two people that are like straight in our troupe. Yes. Yeah, straight, period. Yeah. Like- <laughs> So the I, rest of us are alphabet mafia, like for <laughs> sure. Um. So I feel like there's like that aspect that comes into play where like yeah. your personal life is already kind of like you're probably already a little, a little more quirky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's I don't see as much of that. I feel like just for our troop especially, like I think we been. have a lot of
1: people who have exes that wouldn't have been okay with
3: it i remember someone performed and they looked out into the audience and front row was like oh that's a guy I dated in high school (laughs) cool i had i had a creepy
1: stalker dude from high school in in the audience one time and i remember telling kitty and she was like we can fucking kick him out like and i was like no i'm gonna do it You know? Look like at what he's missing now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no. It Creepy was, yeah. stalker dude. Creepy stalker dude. Yeah, like, thought we were dating when we weren't dating and got oh. all mad about it. It was, like, a whole thing. And I was just like, well, no, I'm not. And I think, you know, there's another example of, like, if i had run into him when i was having to give a speech for my job that probably would have been really awkward and uncomfortable but like the empowering action of like let me still perform this piece i've brought with this costume and this and just nailing it and feeling like yeah fuck you dude Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) look
1: what you don't have a hold on my life you know um is is really cool yeah so yeah but, yeah i don't know I, a lot more times what happens is you get your partners get absorbed i mean my husband's built how many props for people oh yeah, He's oh, built, yeah like, a huge, cool. like a full saint andrew's cross for people like y- they get more sucked in is what happens yeah you,
3: you end up having a lot of like help they're just like Dude, I guess if this is the only way I get to hang out with you, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> just all revolves around the oh, last Yeah,
1: now. Claire's fiance. Yeah, he, yeah,
3: Claire's fiance rhinestones her costume. <laughs> she she disdains Rainstone-y. with the passion rhinestoning, and w- yeah. we talk about rhinestoning a lot. You don't have to like rhinestone to the gills your stuff, but we yeah. just do because it makes it flashy and sparkly oh, and fun. It's honestly um, it drives some people crazy. It's super soothing for me. Like oh, really? I will rhinestone
1: random shit just because it's like that meditative state of just creating something while not it's kind of like um, did you ever do latch hook rugs as a kid?
0: Yeah in my spare time. <laughs> I, did, I did a lot. That's you know, a that joke. was one of my favorite He's hobbies.
1: Like, I don't even <laughs> know what that <laughs> is but school, I'm not gonna anything.
2: Up, I mean I
0: was a sophomore just going I just give it on yeah. Drugs. yeah. Well,
1: it's just that, like, cr- you know, you can kind of zone out. And, it's like, like that
0: repetitive where you can just kind of totally. you're not thinking and you're just doing it. Uh,
3: totally. Yeah. I mean, it's- you get into like a rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, doo, 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 you know. Yeah. So she, she specifically, she's like, I don't want to rhinestone stuff, and so he'll just sit and like rhinestone. She'll create a whole costume. He'll get hella and stoned then, into and do then- it. <laughs> Just yeah, like, the, the amount of people i've just it. been like yeah i smoke some weed and then i stoned my stuff stoned I, yeah. and stoned yeah
1: <laughs> that's a very humble burlesque experience stoned and then stoned um yeah so yeah i think partners end up getting sucked into it more than that's that. cool though yeah that's
0: a better way to go than getting like overtly jealous about it and kind of <laughs> losing yeah. shit. i just
1: i really uh, i don't think a partner like that would survive in burlesque <laughs> because I, the rest of us would be like, Listen, what the fuck are you doing with this yeah. tool? You know, um, I think, yeah, I I think that it would be more of a like, we would bully him out, no, <laughs> or her, yeah, you know, or them, we would just kind of uh, bully them out, but yeah, I think just in general, like if you're. If you're dating somebody who's into burlesque, you're most likely not that type of person, anyway. Yeah, would you're be... gonna
3: either join or just be really good at supporting that. As as any hobby I can't even think of any be... like
1: partner that doesn't come to shows.
3: Yeah, I would say a majority of partners will like come to shows and and stuff and do support. Yeah. In general. Yeah.
0: Well, that's good. So. That's yeah, cool. and like
1: duets, like Red Delicious, we have, um. T Alicious's partner, Red Alicious, has Red Delicious. Red Delicious, is that mm-hmm. what it is? Oh, okay. Yeah. Big red. Big red, red delicious. He's <laughs> he's been on stage, came and coochie, did a duet once or twice. But see, they've gotta have burlesque names too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so I mean there's there's quite a bit of that. Uh, Justin, love Justin. Justin, Justin done has a lot with has done Delia. with Ophelia. yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it really just becomes a you get absorbed into it.
2: Yeah,
0: Well, especially if the person's passionate about it and you care about that right. person, it's easy to see that you'd slip oh, and totally. go in, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like you're like just it or not. Yeah, you're just oh. doing this together now. Oh
3: yeah, if my she husband like, will this complain is like about the biggest it. Biggest sexual innuendo. Like you just slip and you're right into <laughs> it. <laughs> whoops, didn't even know I was there,
0: but here whoops, we are.
1: Hold <laughs> Well, and I mean, I know, like, my husband is, like, my lady in the streets, freaking the sheets, and I think there's definitely part of him that super likes to be the one to take me home. Oh, you I know, yeah. like, there is definitely a piece of that, like, that's mine on stage that like, people are cheering for. It. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's definitely that aspect, which becomes part of the support system, right? Yeah. Because that's just a positive feedback loop. Like, <laughs> so, um, yeah yeah that's yeah, pretty
0: fun that's cool yeah. it's weird as a guy it's like it's always weird when you talk to someone and they go they start talking about things that like empower them you know because yeah. i feel like as a guy and i know me personally like i think we miss a lot of that yeah, and exactly. like because it just doesn't like i talked to a girl who did only fans uh-huh. and i was listening and she was like oh you know it's super empowering and we talked about it. I was like, I don't know. Oh, I, I l- don't see that. Like, I how is that? I loved like...
1: webcamming. Oh my god! But that, so, as a guard like that's so
0: weird. Hearing it's like, what? How is that? Like, what? oh god, you know? no! Webcamming was so like...
1: empowering. Well. There's also, well, this is a whole other topic, but I mean, it's, again, it's a positive feedback loop, right? Mm-hmm. Because if people aren't into you, they just go to the next model. And so you end up curating this echo chamber of oh, dudes who feedback. think you're the hottest shit ever, you know? And so it's just, oh, I loved webcamming, God, it's such a oh way make strength. Fucking 250 bucks in an hour. Oh God. man. Like- <laughs> That's the crazy part
0: is you can make so much
1: money. So much money. Oh, my oh trust God. me. I've been like lactating mom bods a thing on OnlyFans,
3: right? I want it, a it,
0: probably this this it probably is it probably is go to like hawaii's
3: got something <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah oh yeah people are so no, different
1: oh yeah now everybody's got a thing Everything
3: well and i i thing. think that's what i love about burlesque is like other people bring that into their acts like mm-hmm. you know they bring what appeals to them into their acts and like what they present and like people just eat it up mm-hmm. we get people who are like I never knew I was into that. <laughs> oh man. I've literally had like, really, people come up and they're
1: like, I never realized that made me feel things and I'm like, oh, honey.
3: I've had someone come <laughs> up some to me and dose. be like, yeah. so after your act I decided I need to go home and make a baby. Yeah. And yeah. I was no, like, straight up, good for you. Yeah. You're welcome to that. <laughs> Yeah, no, when Glad I was I throwing of dildos that. in the stage, I had a
1: gal that was like, I've never even really seen one in real life. And I was like, please go to good relations. Oh my God, I'll go with you. Can we go together?
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: <laughs> Let's make this happen. You know, I mean, people, I, really, honestly, she had just never seen one in real life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just threw like 60 of them around. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, sex is still so taboo. Oh. I mean, it's gotten so much better. But it's, but it's-
1: almost weirder now. Honestly, like yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like you it, can go it, on up and it just through you just... taboo and just kept going, and yeah. Um, I just took a human sexuality class, so I'm kind of like jaded on all of it right now. But <laughs> well,
0: because it can go dark, right? and right. that's when it's like, okay, this is
1: right. And I think, I think actually, we've had a couple of people who joined burlesque who really. We're trying to use it for a different, maybe not so healthy feedback loop. And it doesn't Mm. work for them. I can think of a couple. I'm thinking of a couple in my mind right now, but I don't want to like name names that (laughs) were there for like one performance or two or maybe even just graduation. And like they just didn't get what they wanted out of it because it wasn't. You don't get that lecherous like hubba hubba that you get kind of like more in a strip club or like in webcamming or something you know like they
0: wanted more for like the sexual
1: i think so and it just doesn't it's not that that's not a part of it but that's not
3: yeah i mean i think we always really encourage like our performers to be safe like don't go home with someone after a show that like you know or like, make sure that you're being mindful and you have a safe ride home if you're going to go out and have a drink with some friends oh, yeah. or, you know, like, we, we definitely want, like, our performers to be safe and conscious and, like... Good. and
1: we've had people who their relationship their problems in their relationships were like let's say somebody's name is like daisy on stage we'll just say and it's like well they wanted to date daisy not katie you know mm. and like that's not how we've had that a couple of times people who are like well i started dating someone they were really into me but like they want to be with who i am on stage and that's uh, not who that i introduction. am introduction uh. yeah being an,
3: introduced to a person as their burlesque persona is a lot different than again meeting them at the bar when mm. you at mm-hmm. two in the morning
1: yeah so we've had I, I can think of a couple of people that happened too mm-hmm. so yeah,
0: yeah it seems like that could go sideways pretty quick
1: i, I mean you it's just not sustainable mm-hmm. right like the energy levels that i put out as jezza at a show could fucking light up ferndale like <laughs> i mean it's just uh, but and that stops as soon as i get home yeah to keep
0: that going 24 7 would oh. just be exhausting oh,
3: no no yeah can't do that you know and so god if i flirted with the amount of people that i flirt with on stage i mean we i'd be in a lot of trouble
0: <laughs> you could open your own wing I could open one. Oh, man! get money
1: for them to watch you pull yeah. out pretzels from a ben
0: for the morning hey guys just of my chocolate pretzels
1: they would bring you chocolate pretzels Ooh, Ooh. this is sounding better and better i know be nice. i had
3: a hankering for mozzarella sticks yeah like for like a week i was like mozzarella sticks sound really good Mm -hmm. nobody went out and got me mozzarella sticks i had to get them myself (sighs) rude
0: what kind of (laughs) world are we coming to
3: atrocious true well and man i mean that's
1: i just remember the time that i was like i fucking need movie theater popcorn and i showed up backstage and had movie theater popcorn like because one of my burlesque sisters was like well broadway cinema was on my way like <laughs> we just move so in sync with each other so and being isolated a lot of i haven't seen lila in what? six months or yeah. something you know like being so sheltered from everybody is really that's hard gotta fuck right so many
0: people up <laughs> yeah just being like really though just being isolated yeah. for as long as we have been
1: well and it's hard when like we get so close with burlesque shows you know be- between because we are taping people's vaginas up yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't
0: think you can get much closer <laughs> than that really
1: it just becomes it's like you show up to rehearsal and you bitch about your day and you know and we've got group chats to go over costumes that end up being like i didn't sleep last night because the kid was up you know it just ends up becoming um like this huge support system and then when you don't get that in person like it's been really hard trying to figure out. I like, baked we...
3: so much during COVID. I could, that was what, like. What, did you bring me cheesecake uh, bites or something? Oh my, god, I brought people so many things because I was like, I can't You're stone crazy. a corset. So I'm just going to make cake. Oh man. Like I, the amount of like muffins and cookies and cake and cheesecake and scones. And I could, yeah. uh, the list is endless of the things that I had to make because I ha- I lost that creative outlet. Like I. Oh yeah,
1: good a. corset contest and I was giddy. Absolutely giddy for that whole month, being able to. And I, Work the corset is too small for me. I'll never wear it. Like all I can do is use it as an example for my costume class. And it was like the best fucking thing. Like October. Yeah, was amazing. I think
3: people have stopped talking to me because I hit them up and I'm like, Hey, do you want some cookies? I like because I can't eat it all myself, you know. And so it's like every week I'm hitting some people up, like, Hey, I made this cookies. Do you want them? Yeah. And, and some people are like, Yeah, sure, whatever. Like every time. And then there's other people that are like, I can't do it. <laughs> well it ends
1: up being and also it's rough i think a lot of people i don't know who like do perform i know like i've struggled with it is it's sort of like that that um summer vacation feel right it's Mm -hmm. like you have like these best friends then you go on summer vacation and then you're like oh do i even know them anymore because it's like we don't see each other like at rehearsal or at shows or whatnot and like it's hard because it's just it's not that you're mad at each other it's just like we're living in a fucking apocalypse (laughs)
0: yeah what do you do yeah especially for you guys i can can... bring you some muffins (laughs) (laughs) i can make some more cookies right but you guys especially i mean being a performer like you've gotten the taste Mm -hmm. of what it feels like to kill in front of a crowd Mm -hmm. and having that Mm -hmm. just be taken away from no fault of your own like that's gotta drive you crazy Yeah.
1: I I think I well because like I'm really close with my grandma and she watches my daughter once a week and so like I took COVID really really seriously mm-hmm. and did like a lot of shelter in place and and so I feel like for the first I had kind of that keep calm and keep it on for like the first couple of months and then when it got to like June and August, and we hadn't had a show, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, you know? And even, like, trying... We had talked about doing a a virtual show, and then it just didn't come together. And honestly, it's nobody's fault. We're just all fucking exhausted, you know? Like, everybody's Mm -hmm. so tired, and... And you're reinventing the wheel, and that is super hard. I mean, even just having – I know, like, my my Clark Kent job, you know, like, my muggle persona, like, I'm in Zoom meetings all day, you know? And so then when it comes to, okay, well, let's have a, a Zoom meeting with the rest of the burlesque girls, it's like, okay, you
3: know? Um, well, I think the other thing, too, that we talk about is, like – we don't necessarily have like a performance space, you know, a lot of the yeah. time, like if we are not in a rehearsal space, like we're doing stuff in our living rooms or we're mm-hmm. doing stuff in our cars or, you know, yeah. and then it's like, well, where would we film? I have nowhere that I could film at home. Like yeah. I have so much furniture do- <laughs> in my living room. Like I can't film in my Do living- I like set yeah. up something in my garage, you know, like it's yeah. like, what is the this is taking so much more like time and effort and work than we would normally already spend on right. stuff that, like, and some people have made it work where, you know. Like Club they,
1: Triangle has done some really cool stuff at NCRT. They have yeah. done some really neat things. Um, we've talked about filming at NCRT, but then it's like, okay, well, then we've got to get everybody all set up. We've got to figure out how to sanitize the space in between each performer. You know, at that point, it just gets
3: Yeah, overwhelming. It, not a com- I'm just going to not use that word because I can't say it right now. Um, there's not that, like, group effort in it, oh, you know? like come there's... in rotary? Is that what you were going to say? I,
0: I was like... I, I was wondering if that's what she's gonna going to go with it. I feel
3: like I'm just going to... We're going gonna... to go back to funneling? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is not going to come out right, and so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, um, and it's hard, and it's it's yeah, like it's, you said,
3: through no fault of our own,
1: we're just sort of adrift in this like performanceless space. And like I said earlier, like for me, I vibe off the crowd, and so you yeah, know, yeah, do you
3: go into a place where you've performed several times? There's no audience, there's nobody there except for someone who's like pressing the play button on the camera yeah. for you and you're going to like perform and do this big amazing thing for like a video. Dead silent. And, uh, other dead than silent. There's, well, and then it and there's nobody backstage to like help you. you, up? Oh, you no you energy. Yeah. No, if now. you have to tape your vagina, no one's there to help you. You, <laughs> just, you got nails no on. What you are you going to do? Tape <laughs> your vagina. Um, but you know, like who's going to help you get ready? The number of times that I've needed help getting into Yo, a costume before How many times act, have I laced your corset? Yeah, I mean... The number of times that you just need help with something or like a check or, hey, can you make sure my pasties are even and one's not up here and, you know, just stuff like that that like you're not gonna get, I mean, even before you hit a stage, that has no audience like that just well and for me like the like, you know the, a lot of the yeah, right? confidence
1: and stuff comes from the enthusiasm and the energy like mm. for me i haven't performed since i had my daughter like i performed eight months pregnant and then i did the photography for the next show and then shutdown happened and so it's like do I want to film my postpartum body with no energy or vibes? Like that doesn't sound super fun to me, you know? And I'm sure it would be fine. And I'm sure people would appreciate it, but like, doesn't, doesn't rile me up. You know, I'm like, ah,
3: God, I don't know. That just sounds like a chore. Yeah. I think a lot of the things that I've seen, like, as the burlesque community like far you know worldwide or whatever is a lot of people that were doing it as a full-time job kind of made that work for them in a virtual setting or like have created virtual shows with people that like have that ability. A lot of the things that I've seen is like people using studio spaces, like I'm not seeing a lot of people performing in their living rooms. Or like maybe they have a whole room that's like a studio room dedicated in their home where it's already kind of set up. And I think that's what I've seen the most of as um, far as virtual stuff. It's it's not people like us that were like doing this more is just a a hobby and like that community kind of stuff um so that's yeah it's hard to like again you can't have like burlesque without all the pieces Mm -hmm. and so you take like these big chunks out and you're like well is it really what i'm looking for in this
1: yeah. And that's, it gets hard, you know, talking about it. Cause it's like, some people are, are making it happen with burlesque and they're kicking ass and that yeah. is so cool. But like, is that burlesque for me personally? Like, that's not something I want to spend my time or energy on, you know? And it's like, at what point do we do stuff just to do it? Mm-hmm. Um and, I mean, the profitability isn't there. Like, we would have to rent a space, rent the lights, rent the sound. And it's, like, what we've been seeing locally is that people aren't buying tickets to online things. Like, yeah. Which, I mean, you can't blame them. Like, we're all fucking broke. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and
0: the energy. Like, that's the biggest thing. Maybe
3: that's what our 600 stimulus dollars were for. <laughs> yeah. Our balustros. Studio shows. space. <laughs> I spent it on textbooks.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's hard to navigate. Mm-hmm. It's
0: i did a i did a few zoom podcasts yeah and it was great because like i could talk to people that didn't feel comfortable coming in which was really cool yeah but it just it's just not the same even just one-on-one like that Mm -hmm. like it's just you just lose the energy of having the person in the room and feeding off of each other it just
1: which is great in like work situations like i've got some energy vampires at work that now i'm like yes let's do this on a zoom call (laughs) So you bland you already. have no yeah. power over me.
3: <laughs> yeah, there's another burlesque performer that I met um, down in Arizona, and we've maintained a friendship. We talk a lot, and she does a podcast, and she was like, hey, be on my podcast. And we literally, like, talked over the computer, and I was just, like, sitting in my living room, like, that's yeah. kind of weird. I mean, she's cool, and she's great, yeah. and so it was, like, easy. Well, and BurleyCon was virtual this and, year. Yeah, BurleyCon. Usually is... BurleyCon,
1: it's a convention for okay. burlesque, and it's up in Seattle, and it's expensive, and staying there is expensive. and getting there is expensive and you were able to take the classes yeah I mean I
3: I went last not last year but like the previous year before the pandemic hit Mm -hmm. um and I went to Seattle and did it but it's like there's all these classes that you're supposed to choose from and it's like a whole like four or five day thing and um this year like they did it all virtual and it was kind of like It was kind of a bummer because, like, you don't see the people in person. You don't, like, make those connections the same way. But at the same time, like, the number of classes I could take, I signed up for, like, every one. And I was like, I could do this one and I could do this one. It doesn't matter what time it is because I can just watch it at, like, 2 in the morning when I'm not at Winco getting chocolate-covered pretzels. (laughs) You know? So, like, it was, like, all – you didn't have to, like, pick and choose necessarily, which was, like, a really nice thing um but yeah there's there's like this loss of other aspects of like burly con you know there's there's that connection loss I think a lot and and I feel like in burlesque like that connection with the audience and with your fellow performers is such a huge part of what we've all been used to it's hard to like just jump into being like i'm gonna do this on a video like how do i you know have sex with you with my eyes <laughs> through a camera yeah you know
1: like <laughs> i can <didn't laughs> do it on oh, stage oh god but, like, we took a cl- oh man we took a class egypt black nile is like a really well she's really high up there too isn't yeah she, like, she's one of the of like the top, the top yeah. yeah like she's in the top 10 numberless performers and she did a class here locally one time when she was in town and it was like it was it was like how to bring the sex on stage or something like that. And um <laughs> we all had to just pair up and it was like, okay, now I fuck your partner. Like, <laughs> like, boom, just like that. Like, okay, now just I I'm fuck gonna your put partner and like,
3: and, and, like oh it, and
1: like it's gonna be yours, and then we're gonna switch and they're gonna have to, you know. And I just hear Lucy start being like, God <laughs> damn it, Lila! <laughs> I think Bye. I made her cry. I
0: know. Oh. <laughs>
1: not take it, and I was giggling so hard because I gig, I laugh if I'm embarrassed, I laugh if I'm sad, that's why I got Jezza face when I'm like nervous. Um, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, something like that. Like, how
3: the fuck do you do that on camera? You know, like, it's not
0: going to come across. The same. I mean,
3: I took a class at Burlicon that talked about it, but it's what? weird.
1: <laughs> you know, you have to
3: like figure out like, you know, where's my angle on the camera, and like if I'm looking over here, but the camera's here. Like, you're not going to get the same effect, as, you know? Like, yeah. it's just, it's so, there's so many more things to think about versus when I have an audience and I can just make my sex face at Oh, yeah, anyone? you just pick someone out of the and crowd <laughs> and you're like, guess what am I fucking you right now? <laughs> yeah, like, you or you're
1: like... <laughs> oh, yeah, or that's why you, I mean, we I plant people in the audience, you know? Like, hey, you're gonna, you know, if I'm worried about an act or something and a friend is there, I'm like, hey, will you sit on the right-hand side? Cool, all right, and I'm gonna play to you, you know? Because yeah. that's a comfortable person or... You know, you see a regular that you can fuck with, you know? And, like, that's a fairly safe person. And, like, that's my thing, too, is just, like... This is gonna sound really fucking weird from a former webcam model. Um, Super, super weird. But, like... I- who's on the other side of that when you're filming a burlesque act right it almost feels like you don't have the control then like once you put it on film and put it out on the internet whether it's you know a live show or not i did plenty of live shows webcam that people screenshotted i mean you know you can look up my old name and there's still on google image search you know so it's like how do you (laughs) i look it up every once in a while (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Check like, shit, am I <laughs> still oh, on can
1: i still not run for office Is that-
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. um, yeah
3: i mean i've got a couple of my performance videos and there was like one person from like i hate to do this but like from the middle east that didn't speak very well english and would like message me and they're like oh saw that you just put a video up on youtube and i'm like cool Like, I don't know who you are, you know, like, or, or once the pandemic hit, they messaged me again and like, they were like, you haven't put a video up in a while. And I was like, like, uh, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm not
1: gonna. (laughs) Well, once it gets on the internet, it's not, remember that guy sent you a dick pic within like an hour and a half of you creating a performer Facebook?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. I've also recently, I think over the summer, someone messaged me and asked me if I would escort. And I was like, I remember like, that. I remember yeah. you being like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, he was just like, and it was it was very not well done. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was not a good pimp pitch. Oh yeah, man, it was like. Like, let's do this, and, like, let's go to dinner, and, like, I'll pay you this amount for sex, and I'm like, oh, I'm good, like, that's just not my thing, like, totally for other people, like, great, go for it, like, make it work for you, it's just not me personally, that's not, like, my go-to thing, Um, and I was like, you know, I tried to be nice, I was like, no, thank you, like, not my thing, I'm good, and. And then he got really upset and was, like, asking me all these, like, personal questions. And he's like, well, don't you like going out to dinner and having conversation with people? And I I literally, and I'm, anyone in the troop could tell you I'm, like, one of the stupidly nice people ever. And I just got to the point, I was like, you know. If I had anyone in the world to go to dinner with, it would not be you. (laughs) That is, like, (laughs) Like, that is like, I was like, I, you know, and if I'm really hungry and I and I don't want to go out, I'm a pretty good cook. I can make my own food, (laughs) and if I want to, Winko's got chocolate (laughs) (laughs) pretzels. Um and like I have conversations with people that I enjoy their company which none of these apply to you. <laughs> oh, um, and then and then Bring it you was down the hammer. <laughs> I just I was like I'm trying to be nice and like turn you down nicely and just be like no thanks I'm not interested and then I got the well go drink some throat yogurt and blocked oh. me and I was like you're so cool. Oh. <laughs>
1: Oh. It's like when a, like when
3: a guy <laughs> revs his car near you and you're walking in and you're like, "Oh my
1: god. So cool. Yeah. I want to have sex with him like right now. Right this second. <laughs> oh was, no, oh I'm lock me. Now I really want
3: you.
2: I but was yeah. like, I'm so-
3: I tried to be nice. You didn't take no. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what you want from
1: me. Well, I know what you want from me, but you're not (laughs) getting it. (laughs) Well, and there is safety somewhat in local performances, Mm -hmm. right? If we have creepy people, like we can boot them out. If somebody's being raucous and
3: annoying, like we can boot them out and we just know. Yeah. I mean, we've had a list with like pictures too. Like, Hey, this person is an issue and like, I don't want them at the show. And we're like, cool. Like, we'll put a picture at the front door and whoever's doing the door will be like sorry yeah totally you know and And when you put it out on the internet there's that
0: anonymity Mm -hmm. you don't know
3: i mean that's why a lot of us have like separate profiles you know like uh, facebook is a huge resource for like connecting and like promoting and all this stuff but like we don't all necessarily want to do that from like our real life profile, yeah. so like we'll pre- create a performer profile, and that's where we do all of our stuff for burlesque specifically. we've and had it's...
1: people like we had when I first started, we had someone who was a social worker in her like daily life, and so she would even perform in wigs just mm. so that no clients or you know clients' relatives or anything would recognize her doing it, and there's you know we've got somebody else that keeps their performer. Totally separate because they do have a stalker in real life that mm-hmm. they don't want to know about their extracurricular activities. So, yeah. yeah, the differences. And then there's me. I'm like, hey, guys, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to take my clothes off. You should come see it.
3: Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I remember I, I went somewhere else to perform, and I went and grabbed dinner, Um, and I was, like, chatting with, I think, the waiter, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go like do a burlesque show and yeah. and he was like, What is that? And so I kinda like gave him the rundown and uh, I was like bring your girlfriend like come on <laughs> over after you shift you know well I, that's <laughs> like I stayed at
1: the Bimbo Inn after we did the gra- the Brass Rail show because I was like I don't want to drive all the way home after like a burlesque show and um, we got up and we got breakfast my husband and I got breakfast the next morning and the, you know the guy's being really nice I'm like oh well you know what brings you guys down here we're like oh we, we live in Lolita and he's like okay why'd you stay the night we're like oh we had a burlesque show and he was like oh really like where was that and we're like Brass Rail he fucking turned Around and walked away.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. So, yeah, I'm gonna walk away from this one.
1: (laughs) Sir, I think I still have turquoise eyeliner on my lips. Like, (laughs) there's no way you thought that was gonna be a normal answer. I left on from the night before. Right, right? yeah. She blew me.
2: Yeah. Oh man.
0: So
1: I don't know. Trying to figure
3: it out virtually, it just is a. It's a. It's just a whole new landscape. Yeah,
0: and people are weird online. Oh, no. Like
3: it's just. People. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it, The things do. in person, like there's people that I've met in the audience that like there's some people that have come to almost all the shows and I'll like message them and chat huh. with them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, and there's people that like I've met and like become friends with like through performing and them just coming to shows and stuff. Um And so there's, like, a difference between that and, like, how people interact with you in person versus, like, the ways that people yeah. interact with you over a computer yeah. or your phone or whatever. Um, It's just sometimes it's worlds. I know <laughs> one of the things with virtual shows that I've heard is people, like, not turning off their cameras so you can see, like, who's watching the show. Oh, mm. well, I used to charge extra for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No joke. i got to look
0: at you. <laughs> i got
3: to get judging. extra. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but there was a post from another performer that were like, hey, I did this show, and then we saw this guy, like, jerking oh, off. Oh, God. Because he didn't turn his camera off while he was watching the I, show. Which no, is I something... fucking
1: guarantee that was on purpose. Like, oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I guarantee that's his thing. And so, like, no one's doing that at a show in oh, person. Oh, no, that's an exhibition. Like, oh, no,
1: if somebody did that at one of our shows, I think the other audience members would boot them out. Yeah. Honestly, like our regular, like are pretty respectful of us. And so if somebody like was in the back of the theater, whipping it out, I think that they would yeah. get, I think it, they it's, would be taken care of before we even knew, knew about what it was it, happening. Honestly. I mean,
3: like we had that one performer who came um, and they had that, they had an act where people like attacked them on stage and called them a lot of slurs. Mm. Um, and there were audience people that didn't know it was part of the act. And literally got up out of their seat and walked towards the stage. Like they were oh, going to rescue her. Like they were going to help this per- this performer out. And we had to like have hey people guys. be like, <laughs> no, it's okay. It's Everybody part, called of the the um... this is part of the act. of the show. Because it was like part of their story mm-hmm. about like how they navigated you know their life Mm
1: -hmm. and
3: um and that was like part of it part of their transformation was that they suffered all this you know assault on a daily basis or um and and so they incorporated that into their act and there were people from the audience that literally just got up out of their seat straight away and like walked towards the stage and we were like it's okay it's yeah. part of the act, yeah. but like we appreciate yeah, you. Yeah. That. <laughs> like, like awesome, you. Yeah, that's cool. We really do that. We really like you. Awesome, but just go sit back down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait till it's over. Yeah. It'll all make sense. And and yeah, you know it. And it turned into this beautiful piece of like you know overcoming that and becoming mm-hmm. your true person and stuff. But it was it was it was kind of like almost exciting to like see people react and that. like yeah. rally for that and be like, no, this is not acceptable. Um, oh, man. The, like, I mean, sometimes <laughs> we get standing
1: ovations.
3: Like, mm-hmm. sometimes
1: it can be really powerful. Yeah. Like, oh, that's sure. That connection is really... I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, man.
0: Uh, well, yeah. Even, like, that guy that sent you that, that's just weak. Those are just weak guys. Like, they would no. never say that to your face. No. Like, that's just hiding behind the screen. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they can't. Oh, that's no why, like, a really
1: effective way is, like, screenshot it and send it home to their mom.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Posted like, on your Facebook. The dick pics going like, to mom. Oh, yeah. That's not a good. I did look. that yeah. fairly recently. Some guy on my oh, when you got your wisdom teeth
3: out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh-oh. Oh no! She
3: got her wisdom teeth out, and some all guy four like of them. asked her for like a picture or something, and she's all like at the point where she's like bleeding and like chipmunked out, you know. And so, so I sent a picture like this. Like, and she still
1: sends me a dick pic. Oh my god! And so I was like. Friends, I don't have the spoons but here's his info <laughs> and like just let them go out. this random dude in Australia who found my profile and decided to be the oh, worst. Oh yeah. There's
3: a whole group. It's like creepers. Burlesque, oh, burlesque creepers. creepers and, uh, and and performers will just go in there and post and be like, hey, this well, person. Well, there's
1: collectors. You got to watch out for collectors.
3: Yeah. They just like to add burlesque They just performers add. Yeah. So if you get a friend uh. request and you see that all his,
1: all, well, I'm saying his. Predominantly, it's predominantly yeah. males. But it, if they're if all of their friends are just burlesque performers then you're like oh this person isn't actually mm-hmm.
3: they're just collecting yeah so so there but there is like a, a page and like a, a forum for people that'll post like hey this person is like a total jerk or Watch super out. transphobic yeah. or you know whatever you know, you know I've seen a lot of like pro-Trump people get posted in there <laughs> Um, so yeah, but there is like kind of that sense of community of being like, hey, this person isn't like safe in my experience. So Mm -hmm. just a warning, like, maybe don't mess with
1: that. Yeah, I always love the ones that like are in your inbox telling you how beautiful and amazing you are. And then on their profile, they're talking about. Why Why are all women nowadays just sluts that take their clothes off? And you're like, sir, I believe you're confused. <laughs> sir, excuse
2: me. Yeah, they we like, like gra- on sex
1: workers. Oh and yeah, like- and then they're fucking begging you to give you five bucks for a picture of your feet. Like- like, dude, one of us has some like deep seated issues, and it ain't me. Like- <laughs> well, those
0: alternate personas, right? Because the guys right. that are, that shit on them the most are the ones that are out there trying to get oh. you know a sex worker to come oh, back. Absolutely. Home. Like that's, or like the the pastor that's gay that's preaching about how it's bad to be gay. Like, oh yeah. The people yeah. that can't show themselves are the ones that hate the hardest. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. And I mean, I feel like I feel like a lot of times the ones that hate the hardest on burlesque are. Or- uh, unfortunately a lot of times other women Hmm. probably
0: mad that they're not they didn't have the confidence to do that Mm -hmm. or like they don't feel comfortable maybe in their bodies and so they're mad if somebody Mm -hmm. else is doing that i feel like that could be
1: yeah i've gotten some hate from people in my life that just, why would you demean yourself like that? And it's like, oh, girlfriend, (laughs) you know, like, that's not what it's about. But I'm not going to be able to convince you. You know, the fact that you're coming at me with that terminology just shows that, like, you're not coming from a place of wanting to know. Yeah. You know? So, like like we said, my mom's just like, she'll never understand. She just does not understand it at all so and yeah
3: I mean my mom came to a show um that's honestly after, so impressive though that she after was willing so many to... years like because I've been doing this for six since yeah 2015 yeah. and she just came to a show I think like right before the pandemic hit yeah 2000 was it 19 is she yeah like the end of 18 or 19 that was like the first show that she came to Um, because I traveled to somewhere that was close to where she lived and I was like, Hey, I'm doing this show. Like, do you want to come and check it out? And she was finally at the point where she was like, yeah, maybe. And she came and she had a blast and she was like, wow, I'm so proud of you. Like, she's, like, I was telling everyone that sat around me, like, that's my kid!
2: That's my oh, that? no, like,
3: that's she was, cute. like, at the point where she was, like, bragging. That's so like, cute. Like, wow, you're so good. And, like, you know, and she, I had told her about, like, YouTube and, like, Cause a lot of times when you're submitting to other shows or festivals, like you have to send them a link to the act that you're planning on performing. Yes. And so I'm like, Hey, you know, like I have these videos of some of my acts if you want to check them out. And she watched a couple and she was like, okay. Like I see where you're like creative and your dance and everything is like coming into play and whatnot. Yes. And then she came to a show and she was like, Wow. I'm like, she sent me this long text and she was like, I'm so sorry for like ever saying anything negative about this because it was just amazing to like watch you and everyone else perform and like do their thing.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. It was like this whole turnaround because like when I first started, I also come from a pretty religious, like military Ooh, you background family. didn't tell family. Your parents for a while, right? I didn't tell my parents for a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember tagging, like we went out to dinner
3: and I was like, oh yeah,
1: my burlesque wife. And then uh, it was like, oh, <laughs> hey, don't, don't tag me. Tag my
3: performer.
1: You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: so, like, yeah. You that had, like, whole... an aunt be shitty about some photos you took for your... Yeah. Oh, no, no, about someone else. My cousin's wife took some, like, Boudoir oh, photos yeah, 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 yeah. and posted some of them which aren't like they weren't like real risky or anything oh, at that's all. Pretty normal. Right? Yeah, and
0: that's like not... she... yeah, for today. Yeah. And
3: she posted on my other aunt's wall about it. And I don't think she realized she could like send her a message. <laughs> and so she oh, just posted the whole thing shit. on the wall so everyone Fucking could see. Boomers. She <laughs> was like, I can't believe she would do something like this. I was like, there's I mean, there's still family that I haven't told or anything about it, you know, like because I'm like, I don't want to deal that that's not anything i want to (laughs) take the time for um but yeah like the turnaround for my mom especially to be like oh this is cool i would i would do this again like i would come see you yeah and see like
1: people asking me like how would you feel about like your daughter doing it i think for me well let's be real i would be like that fucking obnoxious mom being like yeah baby girl here i'm selling merch you know (laughs) (laughs) like But other than that, just knowing what goes into it and knowing, like, the fulfillment that I get from it, like, I hope she finds some hobby, Mm -hmm. you know, that hits all these boxes for her. And if, you know, if it's sexual and degrading to somebody else, but she finds, like, good fulfillment out of it, you know, well, that's... When you... i
3: mean isn't that what every parent wants you just don't yeah, necessarily right? think about it in terms of like them taking their again. clothes off yeah that's
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. so, you know yeah. like cool you're a dental hygienist that's awesome like I, oh dude i always <laughs> say that like right you always
1: like what are my kids gonna rebel about and i'm like my daughter is gonna become like i don't know some like really intense conservative, <laughs> like QAnon conspiracy oh, person. Gosh. and I'll be like, no, you know, oh, I'll be like oh god.
0: Posting about the pizza shops online. Fuck, Going in.
1: Ugh. Oh god. Oh, I just had to explain that to someone. It was so awkward. They're like, why would they say? I'm like, oh god. Where do I start? But anyway. Yeah. Where do you begin I with that? Issue?
0: <laughs> It's just a black hole.
1: (laughs) You see, they invented the internet. At first, Al Gore invented the internet, and then...
0: (laughs) Now we're with Trump fighting pedophiles. I mean, it's a long, complicated story. (laughs) Do
3: we really have time for this today? Yeah. (laughs) It's
0: weird how people get just so hateful about things that have no consequence to them yes right it's like everybody just wants to be happy it's your life so at the end of the day if you enjoy what you're doing and you're happy don't pay for
2: the ticket
1: to come. yeah don't that's all you gotta do
0: and the (laughs) craziest part is with like social media it's like if you don't like what somebody's putting out there you just have to unfollow them it's not like they're constantly putting it in your face or mailing it to your house like hey here's my post (laughs) here are my pictures it's like just unfollow them
1: yeah it's kind of like Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr, like just writing each other direct <laughs> letters. Like, oh my constantly.
3: God. Um, That'd
0: be the way to troll somebody. A big okay.
3: scheme. <laughs> Never thought of it.
0: But it's crazy, yeah. right? I mean, it's it's so easy to just curate what makes you happy and yet people love to follow shit that pisses them off.
1: Well, and people love to try and dictate like your own life. Yeah. And I think that everybody in the troop has had that from at least one person in their life, you know? who get you get the white knight you know like i'm trying to rescue you from this like you don't understand how damaging i'm gonna pull you to out you. of this life right and you're like i've
0: got money you don't have to do this anymore oh my
1: god right and you're like buddy i make
3: 50 bucks a slice of pizza like <laughs> i'm not
0: doing this for money <laughs> The ship sailed
3: oh i, always I was feel- like i'll take your money and make more customs right exactly <laughs> i always feel super rad
1: my like have I been successful is if I made enough tips the night before to pay for the brunch going out, we usually all do brunch the next day. Oh, man. If I can cover brunch, then we're, we're, set. we're set. set. That's all then we this, need. Oh, victory. You know, it like, was a successful night. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't mind the big, somebody just handing me a hundred bucks was cool too. You know, mm, like yeah, sometimes I'm going to say no to that. No, yeah. oh, no, but yeah, you get people who just like, Oh, or, or I love the, um, well, that's fine, but how long are you gonna do this mm. for? You know, like, mm. I've gotten the, like, oh, you know. When are you gonna stop? When are you gonna stop? You're, I just turned 34, you know. Are you, you know that in
0: tattoos, right? Do you really wanna get that? Um, are you gonna like that in yeah. 10 years? Oh, like, yeah. you're really gonna or, like
1: that? Or you
3: get the, like, well, you're kids, and I'm I like, feel... I'm
1: gonna decorate Christmas trees with pasties. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know someone who does that. <laughs> really? Uh, Took all of her old pasties There used them as Christmas decorations. They're shiny and Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, there's
1: been times, no joke, when my daughter was really young because she's, like, old now. Uh, You know, she's, like, almost a year and a half now. But when she was really young, I remember just grabbing a pasty off the shelf and twirling the tassel just to entertain her, you know? And it works. Right? Sure. Shiny. Um, But, yeah, I mean, people, you know, oh, well, this is fine, but... How much longer? You mm-hmm. know, as if there's some concept. I mean, we had um Lillian DeJour. She came and performed and she was 70? I think it was 60th,
3: 60th birthday.
1: 60th. 60th birthday. Well, Shenandoah, Shenandoah performed. And how and old performed. was Shenandoah? She,
3: Shenandoah is like legend status. Yeah, she's a legend. She's a she burlesque She's one of legend. those. We call them legends because they're like kind of the founders founders of like burlesque modern burlesque okay. at, as we know it they paved um, the way you know they <laughs> okay. watched so we can ran yeah <laughs> so those are the people that performed in the 70s and yeah. all of that Shot stuff the hot dogs, so, yeah you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah whole circle um so yeah sometimes some of those um people are still performing today and they're you know all in there like Shenandoah had to be 80s, in her 70s yeah, yeah. She, when
1: she came out in 2015 um Yeah, I mean it's one of those things, and Lillian Dujour taught a class when she was up here about sexy at any age, Mm -hmm. and I think it was
3: like her sixtieth or sixty first birthday or something. Yeah, so I feel like yeah, for burlesque you definitely have a much broader age range oh yeah um well i mean like, is
0: there even an age range i mean i feel like as long as I, you want to, you our could...
3: bottom limit is like when we do
1: boot camp oh yeah Before, i mean we've done i'm talking upper two yeah no, we've done you 21 yeah. we talked about if the next time we do boot camp doing an 18 and just telling them like we you understand there are some venues you can't because some people i mean i've seen people who have performances in bars and they Sneak in 18 and 19 year old performers, and that's just exploitive as far as I see. And that's where it gets dicey. Like, so dicey. I was talking
0: to a guy who does drag, a friend of mine, and he Mm -hmm. said that there's this like 12 year old kid that they have doing drag, and it's like, okay, well, I mean, yeah, it's cool that like he found an outlet at such a young age but it's like that's just you can't create a
3: space that's safe for that yeah yeah taking a 12 year old to a bar who's all dressed up in full garbage up here i think they do like a younger age drag club triangle has a uh and they do like a youth drag and Mm -hmm. they do like a show that is like catered to that age range Mm -hmm. um but those people aren't performing at you know like the regular club triangle shows until they get to an age where it's appropriate for them to be in that situation yeah yeah and i just i would uh, i just
1: i remember being 18 in places with booze that i shouldn't have been and it just wasn't good Mm -hmm. you know like shitty things happened it's like you just don't you don't want that you know and i mean everybody makes their own choices and stuff but like we definitely um you know do the 21 but i'm trying to think about the oldest local performer they probably don't want me to say who they are
3: (laughs) one of our founders
1: just turned 40 she hasn't performed in a little bit though um
3: yeah i just i think i think in the burlesque community as a whole there's a lot of people that like don't even get into it until they're like 30 Mm -hmm. yeah oh easily yeah yeah
1: easily Easy and CG. i think we've
3: had a lot of people in like our boot camp here where it's older women like mm-hmm. coming back to kind of like reclaim something absolutely um and and yeah i mean it's definitely there's no age limit i've seen mm-hmm. again with legends on b stage that will perform and you know they like take their walkers out and yeah do their, do their thing and, i've seen and, bedazzled sure canes oh, yeah man. yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, really impressive. Really cool stuff. I mean, they do a legend ceremony mm-hmm. where they honor.
3: Yeah, when I went yeah. to BurleyCon in Seattle, um, they have, uh, you know, legends that are there. Usually they're, like, legend of honor kind of a thing. And they usually have someone who comes in every year. Um, and some of them, like, teach classes and stuff. And it's really cool. Yeah. Like, or some of them just do classes where they, like, tell you the history of their burlesque career and and so that's also really fun, but yeah, that's
0: mm-hmm. cool. All right, well, I think we can. We just did three hours. Are you serious? Yeah, I, was, I,
3: was, uh, I was also <laughs> thinking. Oh my god! I was good. I was also thinking. I was like, we just jumped in this. We never really introduced ourselves. I, <laughs> my husband is probably like calling the cops right now. I, yeah,
2: I was like, I
0: don't know if they have like other time commitments. I told him an hour and a half, and we're three hours in. I was so like, you got oh, a
1: there. yeah.
3: <laughs> okay. No, sorry, man. Agree. We can no, just no, go. No, and go. no, Yeah. He's like, good thing I didn't that's, have any questions planned. <laughs> so much editing. That's,
0: that's no. This is this is all staying in there. Oh, that's cool. the beauty of the podcast. Is you, just, you let it free and see where it goes. Oh, cool. Well, yeah.
1: Sorry that we just no. Like blah blah. That blah, was blah, blah. That, that was like, great. I enjoy. I, j- I feel like I
0: learned there. so much from that. Uh, do you guys want to shout out any stuff? promote any of your guys' stuff, doing anything oh, like man. that? Oh, man.
1: Usually we do. I would just say, you know, if you're listening to this and you haven't been to a Burlesque show, go to one. You know, just out. absolutely go check it out. If you're here local and once humble. Once it's safe. Once it's safe. Well, yeah. <laughs> once it's safe, right? But, I mean, check them out. Like them on Facebook. You know, we're Vavavoom Vixens. There's Ragdoll Review out of Arcata. There's Bear Elegance Burlesque um, kind of all over Humboldt. We got Bada Bling down in Soham. There are a lot of local opportunities. And so, really, what it the best way you can support is just go you know yeah. like when it's safe mm-hmm. again of course but um for now you know like everybody's pages start checking stuff out you know and just um don't be creepy and send penis pictures <laughs> I <have to> ask <laughs> yeah, to. don't be creepy yeah. and send dick pics that's just life advice um, <laughs> it's just life advice in general um I yeah. mean we
3: had one girl she would like ask for them and she would get a bunch oh, are, oh. are you talking like, about dimples yeah.
1: with the CT- sepia <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, that's a whole other podcast. I wasn't podcast. gonna name anything. Oh, did Some like, she guy sent like... her
1: a sepia tone filtered dick pic. Another
3: one. You, anyways. Yeah,
1: like I said, it's a whole thing. Wow. Yeah, so she like, would like.
3: She had like a whole gallery, like, gallery. catalog of just. <laughs> And she lived for it, and it was great, you know. Oh so my like, god! <laughs> We'd come to rehearsal, and she'd be like, "Look what I got!" This, anyways,
1: um, I got a new
0: one yesterday.
3: <laughs> um, but that would, would just be like be... five or six.
1: But anyway, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah wow, it was I was a lot. going well. Um But yeah, I mean, that would just be, you know, hey, if you heard anything that you really like, then really think about, it you know, the next once live theater happens again.
0: Are there know? any plans in the works for starting a show or? The knows
1: yeah we're on the board I'm the treasurer and she's the secretary and like uh, for VAVA and we've been thinking about it but we're just honestly we're tired
0: (laughs) yeah I think everybody is
1: yeah um and oh, th- check out Club Triangle. Definitely. Club Triangle um, does they they have been stuff, doing but. some really great stuff. And Jamie Bondage from Ragdoll Review, um, she does like a
3: weekly Saturday um, movie, night. Like movie night, which is pretty cool. Um, so Tucker check Noir them out. Tucker Noir has been doing some like dance Tucker Noir's collaborations been doing. with NCRT and stuff that have been pretty cool. Yeah,
1: Ragdoll did a like a live virtual. So definitely, I mean, just kind of look around in the community. I think a lot of people, if you're not in it, you don't really realize that we're here. So, I mean, just kind of look around and See what the stuff is. The best you can do is watch. Yeah, I support. think,
3: like, personally, I've been doing a lot of like photo shoots. Oh, I know. Those on oh, God, Lila's Thirst Traps. I sit there oh, eating dang. pizza on my couch,
1: being like, well, that was a fucking good idea.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, yeah.
1: So, yeah, I mean, that's just my, my pitch and promotion. I mean, unfortunately, we don't really have anything. Or message directly. me and I'll drop you off some muffins. <laughs>
0: people might take you up on that watch out you're gonna take like, for real, a lot. like watch it watch
1: it well yeah.
0: thanks for
3: having us on no thank you guys <laughs> yeah, for coming yeah, on i had a yeah. great
0: time talking with you that was okay. a, that was a lot of fun oh good sure do you,
3: do you normally introduce like yourself and whatnot or? um
0: i will do an intro for you guys okay out that's like before an i have an outro. intro okay and outro. An outro. An outro. well this is kind of the outro oh. right <laughs> now <laughs> <laughs> I'll do an intro for you guys and then I play a little jingle, you know, intro the music and then it just goes right into the podcast.
3: Cool. You got cool. to send us the link. So I definitely will. Yeah, it'll think, take me a few days. I think when you first like messaged... um the vava you may have been talking to me Um. oh
2: wasn't i was wondering
0: i was like i didn't want to ask because like i didn't know like i didn't want to break the barrier because i try to to. be like
3: really anonymous uh, when like okay because like the board some we have a board and sometimes it's not always the same person responding Mm -hmm. to like every person and so um i was like yeah this person wants to do a podcast like who's interested um and so then i would just like reply and so i started like not in like a creepy way but i was like well who is this person like are they creepy like now i have to make sure it's safe for us to go do a podcast so i researched you a little bit first but um yeah oh i just turned my gps on <laughs>
0: Text your husband, this is my location. If you don't hear, we better watch out because the cops know. might be on their way at three hours. <laughs> Listen, if you don't, don't hear from me, yeah. uh, there's a garage. <laughs> it's a little sketchy already. I don't know what else to say. We don't know this guy. Uh, Hour he's got to
1: somehow take both Lila and I Yeah. Though, so. That's true. true. Power, numbers. Yeah. Yeah, power numbers. Yeah, power numbers. Yeah,
0: I was wondering, I was like, should I ask who I'm sorry, like to thank them or just like, we'll just let it slide. Like, okay, thank you for your help, you know. <laughs> um But yeah. yeah, but no, thank you guys. Yeah. That, I had a great time cool, talking good. with you. Yes, really. yeah, yeah, I, cool. I can't wait for shows. I'd yeah. love to go see one. We'll I think that'd we'll be really you cool. Tickets, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Thanks, guys.